Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. Live from the Hyatt Regency, Schaumburg, Illinois, it's our all-in StarCast special right here on SportstownChicago.com on the Under the Hood podcast for Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday and ESPNChicago.com. Along with the Global Pro Wrestling General Manager, Steve Aaron. I'm Jonathan Hood. Thanks so much for being with us here for our special broadcast uh, live here from uh, StarCast All In. The big pay-per-view taking place on uh, Saturday, September 1st, 6 o'clock Central Time, the All In pay-per-view. And Steve, we're here uh, on Podcast Row and you can feel the electricity uh, in the building where fans are here, media types are here for StarCast. This is one of the most unbelievable spectacles I've ever had the chance to sit and watch from a distance. It's amazing. I mean, two doors down from us, for goodness sakes, is Tony Schiavone. <laughs> and if you're listening to this podcast right now and that name doesn't immediately resonate with you, then you need to find another thing to do. So, Steve, we, we're driving up and... You come to the Hyatt Regency, and there's T-shirts of the Young Bucks. There's, t- there's T-shirts of uh, the, the Bullet Club. There are T-shirts of Kevin Owens and, and WWE and NWA T-shirts. You just know that you're in the right place when you come up and you see all of these T-shirts from wrestling bands because uh, it, it's, it's something that you and I haven't experienced before. Of course, we've been to wrestling shows before. You know, you're the general manager of Global Pro Wrestling, so you've seen this, but you can just tell that this is a special place, a special convention, all convening here in Chicagoland. No doubt. I mean, it's the Hyatt Regency, for goodness sakes. I mean, this is an elegant atmosphere. It's a five-star hotel, and to see... Young Buck merch table right across from us with the assortment of Kenny Omega and Young Buck's pops sitting right there across from our station. Uh, it, it is an amazing cross-section of the elegant and the wrestling. It's, it's, it's a spectacle like I've never seen before. And I guess the reason why that we are doing our special broadcast here is to accentuate what is really going on with the wrestling business. I mean, we're here because of a pay-per-view taking place that's going to be on the Fight app. FITE Fight App, September 1st at 6 o'clock Central Time. And the all-in show, and, and here's how it starts. We've got to tell the story because... And it's we, a great story, yeah, you're we, right. Yeah, we can't, we can't go from the what's going to happen Saturday until we tell the story. So Cody Rhodes, uh, the American Nightmare Cody. The American Nightmare. They've always loved that gimmick. Yeah, it's so, very, very cool. So, so he is uh, the son of the American Dream Dusty Rhodes who wrestled for many, many years. And I got a Dusty Rhodes story to tell you in just a moment. Are you going to do a Dusty Rhodes impression at all? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's early in the broadcast. Because the Jim Ross impression, I'm still banking I'm going to get that at some point today. <laughs> well, it's still early in the broadcast, so you'll get a lot of entertainment from me. I love it. So, so but here's Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, who are is a, a terrific tag team over the years. They take up uh, a bet, pretty much, of what Dave Meltzer, longtime wrestling journalist, uh, very, very he, popular he, one. He asked a, there was a question that was on his Twitter. Dave Meltzer was asked, do you think that outside of the WWE that you can find an independent show that can be able to fill a 10,000-seat or more building? 
And Dave said, I, I, I highly doubt it. And Cody Rhodes responded, okay, Dave, I'll take you up on that bet. You don't, you don't think that an independent show, something outside of the WWE, can be able to get 10,000 more fans? We'll take you up on it. So here's Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. And, Steve, they're going coast to coast. They're trying to find a, the right building to be able to promote this. And so they come to Chicago, and I remember the video like it was yesterday. They were in the Sears Center where this is all going to take place, but you didn't know it was a Sears Center. It was just them on the floor. It was a floor of a large venue. Yeah, So, but they, but they would not tell you where it was. And so they're just looking around like, yeah, this looks like the right place, like the right place. So they're building a story arc, right? And so as they build the story arc, here they are, and it comes to find out it's going to be at the Sears Center. Tickets go on sale, and in less than 30 minutes, it's sold out. That's the story. And that is that right there, you know, to have somebody lay out odds to take that bet and then to, less than six months later to make him eat crow to a certain extent. You said we couldn't do it. Look at that. We did it in 29 minutes in a major metropolitan market like Chicago. I mean, it's unbelievable. They could have done this anywhere. I think you're probably right. But it's just it, in a big city like Chicago that is a hub for the larger company. Uh, you know, to come into their territory, I, I don't think they call it territory, but to come into their area that they do well in and to sell out a venue like the Sears Center in, in under half an hour, it's amazing, remarkable, and well-deserved. It just shows you where the business is in which you have wrestling fans, Steve, that say, you know what, we know the WWE is the, the biggest dog in the yard. We know that that's a big wrestling, it's, 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 it's global, it's not... Regional, it's, it's global. People know about the WWE. I mean, it's a household brand. It's Coke, right? Right. It's, it's, it, but then you look over here, and the wrestling fan, and it's a rabid wrestling base here in Chicago, as you, know, as you well know. Yes. They say, you know what? It's going to be here. We're going to help you. To the point where there were some people that weren't even get, able to get tickets here. There's people in New York. There's people in, in L.A. There's people overseas. They're able to garner tickets to this event to try to help out Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. And so it just shows you that independent wrestling is not just in some gym, in some armory, just uh, just on YouTube or just on just certain clips or places. It is, it's huge because everybody can be able to find out their favorite wrestling, independent wrestling company or their independent wrestler. And so that is the thing that resonates with me the most, that this event, funded by three wrestlers, sold out in 30 minutes, which is, just blows my mind. And, you know, the fact that they not only are going to have this special day here just this Saturday, but you're also going to see them again in New York in a short period of time at Madison Square Garden, which is synonymous with, you know, big show feels from other, other companies – what they are doing right now is nothing short of remarkable, and it just shows you right now that this is such a splendid time to be a, a wrestling fan in this industry. All right, along with Steve Arendt, Jonathan Hood with you. So glad you're with us as we broadcast live from the Hyatt Regency, Schaumburg, Illinois. Again, it's our all-in StarCast special, uh, Global Pro Wrestling General Manager Steve Arendt and Jonathan Hood with you. And again, we welcome our audience across the United States and around the world here uh, listening to our program here as we're here for All In and StarCast. Road Warrior Animal sits down with us here on our All In StarCast special. Jonathan, Steve, how are you? Hey, guys. What's up, man? You, you know what's up. It's All In. Oh, yeah, man. It's All In. It's all Chicago. Hey, man. It's all, it's all great, man. Animal, how, how, we were just talking at the start of our show about how Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks – took it up, take, took Dave Melter's bet and said, you know what, 
we can get this sold out, 10,000 seats. Chicago, as you well know, a rabid fan base. When you first heard about the story, what was your initial reaction? Well, you know, uh, it, this is a great time in wrestling, and I say that because, you know, without the NFC, you, without the AFC, you don't have the NFC, right? So you need the competition. And uh, on, unfortunately, TNA is not really pulling their way a little bit. So, And the only game in town is WWE now, man. This, this is a great example of what the fans are thriving for. I think the wrestling fans want another vent. They want another outlet for wrestling because that's what wrestling is, man. It's an escape for an everyday fan to get away from their headaches and their problems of life or their job and to be able to go out somewhere and have a good time, right? Fan, you know, fun, fan, family, friend, friendly entertainment, right? So this is what it's all about, man. And there's no doubt in my mind. See, listen. Since the Road Warriors, there has been another team that's come along since now the Young Bucks are up coming up, right? And, and in Japan, they're freaking extremely popular. And they're popular here in the U.S. too. The fans don't really even know them very much in the U.S. and they're popular. Figure that out. Because the fans are dying to have something different. Actually, you know, to be honest with you, the fans are dying to go back to basics. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Quit the 50,000 finishes of the match. Right. Let's just have a wrestling match, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Let's have a match where the, you know, there's a good guy and a bad guy established, and let's have fun and entertain the people. You know, So that's what it's all about, man. I didn't realize, that, you know, I don't follow a bunch of social media stuff with Melzer, but I didn't realize there was a challenge. But listen, when I heard that Cody was involved, listen, comes from a great lineage in wrestling, and then the Young Bucks were involved, and they were successful, I said, man, well, it's going to be. It's going to work out well. Road Warrior, you have been uh, in the Chicago independent scene. I've seen you at a lot of the small indie shows. Uh, I actually had the good fortune of having you sit in on commentary on a show that I was doing uh, for a company called Crash Tested Wrestling. Sure, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was listening to you call a tag team match, and you were making references to some of the old tag teams that you fought. And at that moment, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, my God, this man has seen everything in this industry. And now here you are at All In. What does something like this mean to you? I mean, you've come from one area, and now here you are, 2018, and such a, such a spectacle that this is. And, and, and you know, uh, being involved in some event like this, I mean, you know, Hawk and I were blessed, man. We won some, like, 22 times we were world champs. Yeah. You know, no other team has ever done that. I don't know if no other team will ever do that again because there's just not that many opportunities anymore for people. But this is this is just great to see. Yeah, I do do a lot of the indie circuits because it's good to give back, man. I bring my shoulder pads in and I let the fans put them on for photos and everything else, and I let them get that little bit of wrestling experience with me. Listen, for a long time, our pads have been untouchable. Right. You can't even get close right. to us, right? right? So I like to put, I let them put them on. They could be a member of the Yellow D for five minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and it's cool for them. Sometimes if there's even a face painter there, they have them pay, you know paint their face up. They could make pretend they're hawk or something. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's it, it's a good event, man. It's always about giving back to the people. I'm I'm hoping this is a kickstart right now. I hope this is a kickstart that somebody sees this. You know, besides you know to be on Fight TV, right? To be you know, and WGN that that we could possibly take something that Young Bucks and Cody could take this thing to the next level. Because I, I think the people want it, man. I think If you had to do a wrestling poll right now, if the people want to see a whole new network and a new wrestling program, I bet you it would be unanimous. Road Warrior Animal, along with Jonathan and Steve here, as we broadcast live from the Hyatt Regency Schaumburg for All In StarCast Special. Um, so I've heard the, the Road Warrior pop because I pay tickets to watch you guys perform. Do you remember the first time 
that, that you know, what was described as a road warrior pop, where you whether you couldn't even hear yourself think when you when you and Hawk walked into a ring. You know, the, you're one of the greatest cities for wrestling right here, Chicago, man. At the Rosemont Horizon, right? right. The, Rose, the pop was freaking deafening. I remember the first time Hawk and I came back from Georgia Championship Wrestling in the St. Paul, Minnesota, where we were living at the time, and uh, went into the St. Paul Civic Center. And it was freaking crazy. And I remember as a 17-year-old kid watching Hulk Hogan fight Nick Bockwinkle in there. Yep. Standing there as the big meathead with my, my over, overalls were in back at the time, <laughs> right? Wearing my big fat overalls and standing there watching and seeing Hulk Hogan win. And I said, man... I would love to have that reaction someday. And to be able to have a pop named after you yeah. in this wrestling business is crazy because you don't hear a name, the Hulk Hogan pop or the John Cena no. pop. It's the Road Warrior pop, right? So it's kind of crazy. Yeah, Hawk and I had the, had the ability to blow the roof off of places, man, and places like the Rosemont and Madison Square Garden and, of course, you know, Wembley Stadium with 90,000 people, man, and yeah. Tokyo Dome. You know, you get to experience those things, man. And I've been lucky. I got to wrestle a lot of great world champions with a lot of great tag teams in my career. And, you know, Hawk and I, when Hawk, before Hawk passed away, we had 20 years of main events. I mean, I don't think anybody can say, hey, I've been in the main event for 20 years, you know. So it, it's been pretty wild. I'm glad you spent some time, man. We're here doing this live broadcast, and we just think it's great. I'm glad you're part of it as well. I hope to see you, like, backstage someplace and lending your knowledge yeah, I got a ton of it tucked in there somewhere besides the chair shots. There's still some knowledge left in, those, <laughs> left in this right. whole thing, man. Hey, remember ESPN Chicago, baby. What a rush. There you go. Thank you, brother. All right, man. Thank you. It is Road Warrior Animal with us here for our all-in StarCast special, along with Steve Aaron, Jonathan Hood with you as we broadcast live from the Hyatt Regency, Schaumburg, Illinois. Again, we uh, welcome our audience across the United States and around the world to this for SportstownChicago.com, ESPNChicago.com, and, of course, the Under the Hood podcast as well. Good to talk to uh, Road Warrior Animal. You know, it, it, it's really cool, and I'm going to give you a, a little story about him. Him, just a brief one. Uh, he did a live event that I was commentating at, and the coolest thing about it was not necessarily what he did in character for the fans and, and what he did at commentary with us. Before the show started, while people were warming up in the ring, he sat down and gave like a 30-minute class on how to sell, how to tell stories, and, and what the important things are in wrestling. And you should have seen these, these 25, 30, 35-year-old wrestlers. There was a whole, it was, they were young and old all together, were riveting on every word, hanging on every word he was saying. And he, he preaches the truth. I mean, that's what he was saying is he hoped it gets back to a more basics type situation. There's an absence of storytelling, and then there's an absence of pure wrestling, and that's why All In is absolutely necessary right now in this day and age because you were talking about the storytelling in coming to this point, yeah. taking the Meltzer bet. That's great storytelling. That's the big man saying you, the little man can't do it. Right. That's a classic story. So the storytelling is so important, and here we are. So that's what they are. They're back to basics. They're all storytelling, and that's why we're all in today, Jonathan. Yeah, you know, it, it, Steve, um, I heard Animal do the Jim Ross podcast a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And just to hear him talk about the business and talking about basics tells me that that guy should be an agent someplace. That guy should be able to lend his expertise because he talked about, and I remember watching him as a kid, and I didn't want to make, age him, but 
I, I'm going to age him, um, watching him at the American Wrestling Association working for Vern and, right. and, and doing that, and then going to Georgia Championship Wrestling where those guys were so green, where they were big guys, but they were so green. And, and so, but they were able to, uh, to get over because how they got over is because we hadn't seen anything like that. See, that, the difference, I think, in wrestling, and it's getting back to it, but there was a time where, because of Vince, you had to be a certain size. Right. You had to have a certain amount of ability, a certain amount of, of, of pop uh, from the fans, and, and a, a certain mold that very Vince cookie, wanted. Very cookie, very cookie cutter. Very, very cookie cutter. And so the, the reason why that the Road Warriors worked is because they were different. Nobody had a bodybuilder look like that. Nobody painted their face like that. Right. Uh, I actually saw them before they painted their faces in Georgia. So it just, it just the thing is, is that uniqueness, that is what has to come back again here in 2018. I think we're seeing that. Well, there's no doubt. And like I said, you know, the indie, Chicago indie circuit right now, there are so many great promotions locally, and everybody is focused on that. And that's the great thing. I mean, myself at GPW, notwithstanding, uh, but, you know, you've got all the other smaller feds that are all around Chicago, and they're selling out every show they do because they are doing just what they're doing here uh, at the All In brand. Is, is they're, they're, they're telling stories. They're wrestling properly. They're, they're telling stories with their wrestling, and that's what everybody wants to see. You know, Steve, I, you could tell, and you look in the eyes of uh, Road Warrior Animal, that even he's, I don't think he, I think we kind of broke kayfabe. I don't think he knew about the whole Meltzer deal. He goes, oh, I, didn't, I don't read the right, dirt exactly. sheets. He's like, I don't, need, I don't read the dirt sheets, brothers. I don't know. But I think that even he's surprised. Because think about it in this day and age. As we talked about before Animal got here, you have the WWE that just signed a major deal with Fox. Which is huge. The biggest deal ever. And a huge deal with Fox. And now we've got to find out, and it's going to be on Friday's. Uh, and it's going to be starting in October of 2019, right. where, where SmackDown's going to be on on the Fox Network, and that's big because that's it's not cable; it's it's over the air television. So it's going to be on Fox, and we got to find out whether or not it's going to be live or tape. But we're going to f- find it out when we get there. Point is, though, is that they have the USA brand, which is Universal. They have the Fox brand, which is over the air, and everyone will be, can be able to see it. And so they have a stranglehold on it. And I think that the reason why he is amazed by it is like, wow, all this is happening with the WWE, but yet these guys can still sell out a 10,000-seat building. These guys can come together and bring something together. So I think that there's some pride there from Animal Network. I don't, I, I, that is absolutely a very astute observation of it. And you're right. When, when you mentioned the Meltzer report, you know, he, he was taken aback, but in, in a good way. In a, yes, you know, that, that's probably true, but it's great that this has happened. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. That's why he's such a genuine guy, because, you know, he's not reading the wrestling reports, like you said. He's just going out there, and, and he's, you know, meeting people. He's working with these feds, and he's, he's spreading the word of what wrestling mean, meant to his generation. And I think it's, it's kicking it up nowadays, and it's, you know, it, it, it means a lot to these people that are here for this show. Okay, so tell me, from a global pro wrestling standpoint, because you're the general manager of that, of that territory, and I will, because I'm an old school fan, we will refer to uh, organizations as territories. Yes. So you're part of the, the South Suburban Territory, by God. You're, <laughs> you're part of the, the South Suburban. Now you're going to ask me a question after dropping JR so, well, on me. Well, Thank I mean, you. The, I mean, the South Suburban Territory. That's, <laughs> See, the, the Midlothian Dalton area. Uh, territory. See, what sells that is the lips. That's <laughs> so, what sells that. So, so, so I will ask you about that. 
you can tell that there's an appetite for independent wrestling based on where you're working, right? Yes, and I'm gonna. This is that, that's a, an excellent. In the Calumet City, Dalton, <laughs> Midlothian-like, Phoenix, Harvey territory. We are in the territory that needs a security <laughs> presence. That's for sure. Yes. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that. There is a very rabid fan base where we exist in the world of Chicago independent wrestling. Yeah. Uh, there are people that run in Indiana. There are people that run up in the northern suburbs, Aurora. There's us in the, the south suburbs. And, you know, it's, it's all over. And, you can, and they all run on different weekends. So these fans are, are taking their hard-earned money, and they're going to one show one weekend, one show the next weekend. One sh- and some people are running Saturdays. Some people are running Sundays. You know, it, it's crazy. So it's like they're de- dedicating all weekends to seeing various promotions, and that's the best part of it. So we're right in that hub, and our fan base is all about content and story. I, I keep saying content and story as if it's some kind of archaic, you know, shout-out to a past generation. But it, it kind of is in some ways, and it's coming back. It's coming back, and that's why we're all over it, because, you know, the people that own Global are old-school wrestling guys that have been around since the days of Windy City Wrestling, been around since the days of the LWF. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are these are people that have been around for a minute. I worked there. Right, see? <laughs> I worked at the LWF. A lot of people worked there. That. <laughs> the first indie wrestling show I saw was at the LWF, and there's a certain guy who runs an MMA now that was in a shopping cart match was one of the things that made me love this sport even more. Yeah. You know, it, it's crazy what I've seen and what, what these people do. Uh, but like I said, the stories, they, they told the stories. So these guys that own this company, that's what they're promoting right now. Mm-hmm. They're promoting, we're not doing 16 finishers. We're doing, we're doing our bits, we're selling our, our marks, we're telling our story, and then the matches end. And it's very time-framed, time it, it's very, very uh, efficient. And that's what they, the, the people that are sitting in the audience, you know, you look at them and, you know, when a match goes past 10 minutes, you know, you're starting to, oh, should I go get a piece of pizza? Is this a good time to yeah. go? You want to keep those matches five to seven because that's, that's, the, that's the attention span. Mm-hmm. And you can tell a story and you can get it done within that time frame. So that's what, we're, that's what we're hawking at Global Professional Wrestling. And we have a Jonathan Hood ticket at our ticket window. <laughs> so whenever you show up, there's this ticket that says Jonathan Hood. Okay. So we're going to have you out there someday. <laughs> Jonathan and Steve, as we broadcast live from the Hyatt Regency, Schaumburg, here at the All In Starcast special that we have here on SportstownChicago.com and also ESPNChicago.com. Nice shout-out by uh, Road Warrior uh, Animal for ESPN he Chicago. Boy, did he hit that or what? How about that? He wasn't even paid to do that. Yeah. That, just, that was completely spontaneous. i gotta, I got to be able to uh, send some money to his merch table for that. I mean, I, if he has a merch table, I'm sure. Well, if he's here, I'm sure he does. Your people are very happy with that plug. <laughs> you could cut that up and make that into an advertisement. Uh, on ESPN.com, there's a story written by Tim Fervanti. He was on the, it's on the WWE page on ESPN.com. It's entitled All In Sell Out, A Genuine Surprise to Cody Rhodes and Young Bucks. And so the story goes, Steve, it was only uh, once a dream of selling out a 10,000-seat venue with the independent show. But the buzz for the show that will feature the stars from almost every major company in the world outside the WWE has been overwhelming. Um, just two hours before tickets are on sale, the Young Bucks and Cody and other stars of the being of the elite, be being being the elite, uh, I guess, <laughs> uh, set the stage for the all-in press conference with 50 fans on hand at Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, that ProWrestlingTeesStore.com, um, and that's uh, up north on Damon, right? Yep, on Damon, yeah. On Damon in, in Chicago. So they, they, they talk about, in this article, they talk about how um, 
this StarCast, because we're part of this right now, a four-day festival that comes together. And they, and they just talk about two words that keeps coming to mind is time machine. Cody said this in a short documentary. You guys created a time machine into my past. Yeah, it's the NWA's past, of, of course, but my dad, as the NWA World's Champion, three times is a true world championship. And every time uh, in here, we will tell you that that's where I want to be. I don't do anything but challenge for the NWA World title. Uh, and that's part of the uh, all-in show. But in this story, it just shows that these three guys that came together even are even amazed in the story that Tim wrote because <laughs> they didn't know that all of this is going to be involved. Now, here's the thing that's interesting. that's different than the WWE or New Japan or anywhere else. These three guys, I'm sure that the Jacksons and Cody Rhodes are around here someplace, along with Conrad Thompson, we're going to talk about Conrad in a little bit, are working this event, those four. Now, three of those guys are performing. Right. So it's, it's kind of like what you're doing on your level in Independence where, yeah, you're a performer, but also you're working behind the scenes to make sure all this is happening, right? Yes, absolutely. That's, that's what makes this whole thing different. And, that, that, and that's what he's talking about when he says it's, it's like a shot out of my past. Yeah. And I like, you know, I like the fact that you know, he's, he's emphasizing that NWA title as a true championship. And I think that plays well not only into selling, but into what's to come on Saturday night at All In. So I think that's a nice little, a nice little bridge. Yeah, so I just thought if for, for those that have not seen that, check that out on ESPN.com. Uh, uh, All In sell out a genuine surprise. Well, I, I guess so because they just thought, well, if, and, I, and I saw a couple of videos with this, Steve, where I think Cody Rhodes was just like, well, if we can get 5,000, then we can kind of work from there, meaning that maybe we could just hand out tickets if we need to fill out the pl- fill up the place. But I think they're overwhelmed by this uh, initially. I guess they're good with it now, but at the time they're like, okay, we have this event, now what? Exactly. And, you know, now that this is such an all – I mean, it's an all-cylinders success mm-hmm. at this point. It has succeeded on every level. You're going to have a full house Saturday night. The, people are buzzing around StarCast. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're getting what you wanted. So now what are you going to do next? Because you always want to move forward. So I can't wait to see what they do next. I mean, what you we're talking. I mean, are you going to go to a bigger arena? Are you going to try to do more, you know, podcast type stuff? Are you going to try to do more local area stuff the week of? Are you going to do it like a WrestleMania week? Because, you know, when, when, when the E does their WrestleMania week, I mean, there's something going Monday all the way to Sunday. Yeah. Maybe that will be the next thing on, on task for them when they do whatever they do next. Something for the independent wrestling fan. Very, very. And that's why that's a lot of what's going to come are the indie fans. I mean, the indie fans eat this up. Every time we have a show, there are Young Buck shirts, Cody Rhodes shirts, uh, Bullet Club shirts. All, that merch that you're seeing at that table over there is all over the place. I even have a Bullet Club shirt, for goodness sake. <laughs> So, I mean, it, you know, I, I got it when we were at the, uh, the Ring of Honor show when it was here uh, at, at Villa Park. So let's see if we can paint the picture for those. And we'll, we'll take pictures and put it on our social media as well. Yes. So as, as Steve and I do this broadcast, we're part of a podcast row. There's a, some stations that have not showed up here, but we are here and a few others are here. Tony Schiavone just got through recording his podcast to our right. It was um, Tony Schiavone, for God's sake. Yes. My God. I know it was Tony Schiavone, yes. I still can't believe it. Yes, uh, and um, – I'm glad you're wearing dark pants. I am, too. I am, too. My goodness. So, I'm glad I brought a change of them. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll be real honest with you right now. No shame. Now, of course, this broadcast is also brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings Beer Sports. That's really the major sponsor here for podcasts. The new wing order. I want to do that. 
yeah. new, 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 new wing order. Is it, yeah, so in the same NWO theme, <laughs> it's uh, yellow and black, and it has NWO, and it has it, in the O, there is a buffalo. Yes, there is. This makes me want to go eat Buffalo Wild Wings just because of this cozy that I got. So Buffalo Wild Wings, a fine sponsor here. I think I'm going to cut the cozy off and just wear this as a wristband Saturday night. <laughs> I don't think that's going to get you anywhere. I don't think you're already there, but it's fun uh, for me. Of Starcast as we get. Continued. Look, it's a member of the New Wing Order right now. And we get we're getting more merch here as we. Uh, we're getting mer- there's merch everywhere. Thank you, sir. Yeah, cheers, Fahey. Seen, not heard. So so to the left here we have a Buffalo Wild Wings uh, stand here where they're giving away merch. Uh, also, there's a wheel. You can spin the wheel and make the deal, just like on WCW. Uh, hopefully, that's a Halloween havoc tradition. Hopefully, that will be that will go much better than uh, than what happened at Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal. Poor Sting. Poor Harley Race. Poor Harley Race. <laughs> <laughs> spin the wheel, make the deal. Oh, the impressions. That's the price of admission, right there, kids. Gotta love Harley Race. Kurt Henning goes into the locker room in Portland, right? Kurt Henning, the late Kurt Henning, and he's a neophyte to the business. Like he knows because of his, his father, Larry Henning. So Kurt Henning comes in, and it's supposed to be Kurt Henning against the, the rugged, handsome Harley Race. And Kurt Henning uh, goes over to Harley Race and races. Got a, you know, he's, got a, uh, he's got a cool cigarette. He's got a cool menthol in the locker room. And he, <laughs> Kurt comes up to Harley because <laughs> he goes, Hi, Mr. Race. Kid. <laughs> um, he goes, Let me ask you a question What's your finish? Drop kick from the top rope. Harley takes a drag off the cigarette. I'll move. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan Hood. Give it up right there. I'm not taking that as a finish. Drop kick off the top rope. I'll move. So to the right is is also a, a there's a group of people that were lining up. I believe it's for autographs. Yeah. Did you? I don't. Uh, to the right. Um, there's an autograph signing over there to the right, but again, part of podcast row here and um, in around the lobby, there's a lot of uh, fans and writers. Bloggers are also here as yeah, well. Yeah, there's a whole section in the middle of the arena that is all people on their computers uh, doing all sorts of typing. So, I mean, there are bloggers, there are podcasters. I mean, they've really opened this event up to, you know, the, maybe the unknown. I mean, obviously you're known, but I mean, there are a lot of people here that are just ordinary people with a blog, and they welcome everybody, and I love that. What's over there, Fahey? They're doing the, they're doing autograph signings there. There's something I know to the right here. Yeah, yeah. Those are uh, those are the official meet and greets for uh, if you. I believe if you need a, I think you need a, like a platinum uh, like a ticket. I believe, and oh. uh, if you go over there with your platinum ticket that you paid for, you get to meet and greet some. Some of your favorite superstars. That's, yeah. that, yep. What was interesting about this is that, yes, the, the pay-per-view all-in has been sold out months in advance, but there are events here for StarCast that you actually can still get tickets for. Absolutely. Yeah, so if you come to the, uh, the High Regency Schaumburg, not just on Thursday as we, as we do this, but also on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, too. You know Jim Ross is going to be here on Sunday? I know. He was just at Zany's last week. Jim Ross is all over the area. He doesn't want to stay home. He, just, he wants he doesn't. to be able to go out. But, so. boy, he's a, he's a great guy, and he's a great listen. I'd listen to him read the phone book, to be honest with you. I'm not, I, I'm not partial. <laughs> a is for Apple. B is for baby. <laughs> um, 
like to let you know that for those of you listening oh. around Chicagoland, also in markets in Miami, in Ohio with Columbus, Cincinnati, and Cleveland, also in the Denver area, in Lakewood, Colorado, listening to this program, look around you. Media is everywhere, and people are consuming media on many platforms. It's not just what you see and hear on TV, film, or radio. It's also online, consumed by millions on your computer and even on mobile devices. This drives the demand for media careers to an all-time high. So go to beonair.com. It's beonair.com. It offers the training to gain the confidence and build the skills to be successful. With over 30 years' experience of training students, it's beonair.com. It has so many of its graduates with fulfilling careers in some of the best media companies and platforms in the country. It's never too late. Students of all ages turn to beonair.com for detailed on-hands instruction by real industry pros. And even better, you can graduate in just eight short months getting you into that new career in under a year. Financial aid for those who qualify and job placement assistance make this a winning life and a career move. Enrollment is open now and classes fill fast. Call or be able to go online and go to beonair.com. That's beonair.com. For those of you listening in Columbus, Cincinnati, Cleveland, beonair.com. For you in Miami, Chicago, or in the Denver area, the Denver market, it's beonair.com. All right, Steve and I will take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the importance of the NWA title, also taking a look at the uh, card for All In as we broadcast live from the Hyatt Regency Schaumburg. The All In StarCast special continues after this right here on SportstownChicago.com, ESPNChicago.com, and the Under the Hood podcast. How's it going? My name is Edgar Ibarra, and I'm very grateful for all the knowledge I receive at the Illinois Media School. My 15-year career in radio has been a dream come true. I'm a radio DJ, I'm on the air, and I get to be a program director for two radio stations in Wisconsin. My dream became a reality with the Illinois Media School. Illinois Media School is a great school with great teachers and former students now working in the industry today on the radio stations you listen to and on the TV stations you watch every day. Illinois Media School, check it out. For more details, be on air.com. I could have said it better myself. This is Jonathan Hood, instructor at the Illinois Media School, formerly Illinois Center for Broadcasting. So many reasons for you to consider Illinois Media School. Financial aid for those who qualify, real-world hands-on experience, internships, and so much more. Don't just take my word for it. Set up a tour at one of the two Chicagoland locations. Go to beonair.com slash Chicago Sports to learn more. That's beonair.com slash Chicago Sports. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can also specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. So come check us out. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. Hi everybody, I'm Candy Gomez here at the Illinois Media School in Lombard. I am one of the newest people to join the staff here. I am a student advisor. I bring all my expertise, my years from B96 Radio, WGN, Chicago Sky, KISS FM. I bring all that here and I talk to the kids, students of all ages, of all backgrounds, and let them know what radio is like. I'm just working in the media too. I'm Candy Gomez from KISS FM and I am IMS. 
Hey, it's Frankie, and the Illinois Media School, formerly the Illinois Center for Broadcasting, provides hands-on broadcasting and online media training and fully equipped radio and TV studios and web-based computer labs. The instructional staff consists of broadcast media and professionals like myself with many years of broadcasting and online media experience. I have watched some of my former students get jobs and excel in the industry. Upon graduation, students are well-prepared to enter the broadcast media industry. Check out our campus in Chicago and in Lombard and visit BeOnAir.com. That's BeOnAir.com to learn how to get started. Out of all the schools I applied to, Illinois Media School was the first to personally guide me through the financial aid process. Not only did the school offer classes in my field, but hands-on experience with all of today's modern broadcasting equipment. Illinois Media School gave me all the tools I needed to find a career in broadcasting. While in class, I worked one-on-one with real professionals in the television and radio industry. Job placement helped me find the perfect internship where I had real, on-the-job training. No other school offers a program as exciting and educational as this. My name is Mandy, and Illinois Media School helped me achieve my career in broadcasting. I could have said it better myself. This is Jonathan Hood, instructor at the Illinois Media School, formerly Illinois Center for Broadcasting. There's so many reasons for you to consider Illinois Media School. You can go if you don't like the college that you go to, you don't like the major, or maybe you just want a fresh start for someplace new. Go to beonair.com slash Chicago Sports to learn more. That's beonair.com slash Chicago Sports. The reason I'm out here at the Illinois Media School is the radio business, while there are hundreds, maybe even thousands of stations, the people in the business is a small, tight-knit group, and I really enjoy the opportunity of being able to give back, connect, share the experiences I have, and actually learn from the students as well. My name is Dustin Rhodes. I'm the executive producer with the Mully and Hanley Show on 670 The Score, and I am IMS. Time to kick off your career in radio or TV broadcasting at the Illinois Media School's downtown Chicago campus. Call us at 312-884-8000 or visit 530 South State Street to learn how you can make your dreams of being on television and radio a reality. Don't take my word for it. Check out what some industry professionals said about the Illinois Media School. Jonathan Hood. ESPN 1000. People often ask me, Hoodie, how can I be a sports radio guy like you? I tell them it takes drive and determination, and you need to learn how it all works. You can learn to be a sports talk show host, a producer, do play-by-play, and shoot and edit video. You'll have a chance to get internships at stations where you can tap into the knowledge of industry pros. With job placement assistance, you can start your new career in one year. It's a great school to get the hands-on training you need for a broadcasting career, doing what you love. They have affordable tuition and financial aid for those who qualify. So don't waste another minute. Go to beonair.com slash Chicago Sports. That's beonair.com slash Chicago Sports. The reason I'm out here at the Illinois Media School is the radio business, while there are hundreds, maybe even thousands of stations, the people in the business is a small, tight-knit group, and I really enjoy the opportunity of being able to give back, connect, share the experiences I have, and actually learn from the students as well. My name is Dustin Rhodes. I'm the executive producer with The Mully and Hanley Show on 670 The Score, and I am IMS. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Where Chicago sports live. SportstownChicago.com. Leg out. 
Welcome back to the High Regency Schaumburg, our all-in StarCast special right here on SportsTownChicago.com, on the Under the Hood podcast as well as ESPNChicago.com, along with Global Pro Wrestling General Manager Steve Arendt. I'm Jonathan Hood. So glad that you're with us. Uh, hit us up on Twitter as well at TweetJHood, at Steve Arendt, A-H-R-E-N-D-T is where you can find the general manager as we are here because of StarCast and, of course, because of All In, the pay-per-view event, taking place on the Fight app again Saturday, September 1st at 6 o'clock Central Time. Uh, you mentioned this earlier. There, there's a pre-show that will take place on WGN America that will take place at 5 o'clock, an hour before the festivities yes. at the Sears Center, which is also another layer to this because we are talking about the National Wrestling Alliance in just a moment about Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis uh, here in this half hour. But I, I want to point out that all, even though all in, meaning all your chips are in the table, you're putting so much money into this, having this event here, this StarCast podcast row special uh, that's, that's going to be here for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, point is that somebody spent some money to get on WG in America to have an hour pregame show to promote this event. And it's amazing because it's just another level to the all-in mentality uh, from the get-go when they made this decision to, to prove Meltzer wrong. Here we are. You've got a pre-show on a major na- – I mean, we call it it's – a, it's, a, it's a well a well-viewed um, channel. That's why you're the pro, man. It's a, it's a well-viewed channel. I tried to say it, but I just couldn't make it. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, I went to the well, and the well was dry. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I mean, it's no pop TV. No. But, it, but, it's, but it's certainly W. I think any time that you put W, G, and N together. It, it, it pops, and yeah. it's synonymous with television. You, yeah. you know that you're going to be looking on your TV somewhere to see it. And then, you know, the show sold out in 29 minutes. We've said that a couple of times. And you've got this whole glorious weekend of people just wandering. I mean, stars, legitimate superstars of this industry just wandering about. Yeah. It's, it's terrific. I mean, Tony Schiavone, you know, it was one of those things where he's sitting there, and I'm just kind of in awe of everything that's going on. And I didn't even <laughs> – and I looked, and I'm like – that's Tony. For, that's Tony Schiavone. Yes, don't I, don't swear, please. I, I was very close. <laughs> We're also on the ESPN brand. <laughs> very, too. very, very. Excited. You can do it under the hood, but you can't do that on, on ESPN Chicago. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> settle down, Faye. It was it was very exciting to see someone that famous just sitting there that casually, and that's that's what's so cool about this. I mean, they're very approachable. I think that you also found it very interesting that I was not wetting my pants. Well, I you Tony know Schiavone. you wore dark pants as well. Let's let's let's, let's not pretend you didn't enjoy Tony Schiavone. <laughs> Hell, heck, half the time when you do your things, you want to be Tony Schiavone. Yes, you're true. very influenced by him, as you told me, and you can tell. Now that I think about it, it's 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 great to meet people that have influenced you. Yeah, that's one of them for sure. He's in my top five. He's my fave five. That's right? for sure. So, um, part of this event, Steve, and and I talked to uh, Dave Lagana, who is around here someplace, I believe. Dave Lagana is the vice president of the National Wrestling Alliance. And why does the NWA matter? The NWA matters is because on this card, the NWA championship will be defended as it'll be Nick Aldis um, will take on Cody Rhodes for the NWA World's Championship. You say, well, why does that matter? For those that have not seen this, please go to the NWA page on YouTube, youtube.com. Start from the beginning and watch this episodic story that Dave Lagana has produced. Why is it important? is because he tells a story of a dead brand, the National Wrestling Alliance, dead. Not, hasn't been alive since maybe AJ Styles held the 
NWA slash TNA title when they went to pay-per-view. That's you right, a long time ago. long time ago, right? Yeah. So, so it, it's been a dead brand. Tim Storm was the heavyweight champion. Tim Storm is a 52-year-old school teacher. <laughs> and, and defending it in markets like, you know, um, Forest City, Arkansas, and, and like, you know, Tunica, Mississippi. And nothing against those towns, but it's not Madison Square Garden. It's not the Sears Center. It's not Los Angeles. You're, you're defending what was once one of – it was the title. Yes. It was the title yes. to defend it on a, a – a, I don't want to say a low level, but I'm going to say a low level. But in some places, lower than your usual well-run independent. Exactly. I'll just put it that way. And so there was these NWA clusters all over the country where it was like, this is recognized in NWA territory, this is NWA, but it just didn't resonate. As you mentioned, does it not pop, right? It doesn't right. resonate. So, so Tim Storm's a 52-year-old school teacher, and he's the NWA champion. And so the story starts there. Like, how does this guy at 52, and by the way, well put together 52. I'll show you a picture of Tim Storm. A well put together 52 years of age. And so he loses the title at a... CZW card in Philadelphia to Nick Aldis. Say that ten times fast. CZW card, CCW card. Okay, CZW you got it. You're, hey, you're you're more talented than I am, in, no doubt. In Philadelphia, and people booed and it was like, oh, who cares? This guy's the champion, whatever. But Nick Aldis, because he's British and because he's erudite, he's because uh, erudite. He, damn, that was a good word. Because uh, you know, we're with friends. Very nicely done. We're with friends helps. Thank you, Faye. And so you, he's there, and he's got the jacket, and he carries the championship with prestige. And so now it becomes a thing. Like, Nick Alls is a champion, and he's defending it in China, and defending it in, in Japan, and defending it in, uh, internationally. And now, all of a sudden, the NWA championship means something. And people are going, wait a minute. You mean the NWA championship? Suddenly, it's not a punch by a punchline in Alabama. It is now something that has it's it's rolling downhill like a freight train. Oh my God, who has who has held that NWA title in its history? And then that's the thing when you go back and that that title has been held by historic people. Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. He does Ricky not look Steamboat. like a fifty-two-year-old man in that that particular picture. That's that's him in the current day. He's that's a, Tim Storm. He's a he's a pretty tough looking dude. You might want to book him for Global Pro Wrestling. I got a Team W. I got I got the Twitter. <laughs> I got the Twitter. I got the checkbook. I'm here looking for talent as, all weekend long. As a general manager for the for an independent uh, program, you might want to book Tim Storm. Tim Storm, uh, you know who what? Has, who has got grandkids, by the way? Well, that's okay. You know, we don't hold grandkids against anybody. Yeah, anything to fill butts in seats. We put those butts in the seats. <laughs> put little kids in the If I have to get an eight-year-old to wrestle, <laughs> I'll do it. But that's that was the guy that started the story off on the NWA page on YouTube. This your, guy was a champion. Your choice of words. It started the story. That's the key. Yeah. So it started with him. Like, well, what's his story? And you come to find out how old he was. I didn't know at the time until they revealed it. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, you know, he's a school teacher, and he. He wrestles pretty pretty well. Been in the in the around wrestling for twenty plus years, and he really loved being the champion. Nick Aldis comes around and beats him for the championship. So here we are with the NWA championship. Now the reason why we bring this up is because Cody Rhodes has an opportunity not only to run this event, but also held a championship that his dad held on three separate occasions. And interesting. And, and right there, y- y- you have built up drama that wouldn't be there otherwise. Cody Rhodes on a pilgrimage to get a title worn by his father. You put that out there, and, and people that consume this product are just like, 
oh my God, I have to see this. I have to see Cody Rhodes go for his dad's belt. That's all that it is. But, but here's the question, though, because I've, I've shown you the card, sir. Yes. And I, and, and I keep seeing it like in the middle of the card. You've seen this card, too. We're going to go through it. I'm going to get your predictions on some of these. But you continue to see, like even on CBSSports.com, that the NWA World's Championship, Nick Aldis, the champion against the American Nightmare Cody, and it's kind of like third here. And you got Kenny Omega against Pentagon, which everyone's looking forward to because it's Kenny Omega. He's the number one wrestler in the world. He is the biggest name in this industry right now. You say Kenny Omega and instant name recognition, instant. Let me ask you a question. Steve Arendt, yes, general manager. Yes. If Kenny Omega came through here, how quickly would you get off the headset to shake his hand and get him booked <laughs> on your show? Well, let's just put it this way. I hope that the, the stuff here is insured properly. <laughs> I don't know if I have the kind of bankroll to do that. I mean, how quickly would you get IWGPs? Well, you know, I kept I, – I, when, when, I, when I, I was a guest on a, a, a local podcast show Tuesday night called That Wrestling Show. You might be familiar with yes, it. Yes, I am. Uh, and, you know, I've had trouble getting the host of that show to come to my events. He goes to every other damn event in town. I mean, he's, he goes to events in Indiana. He goes to events up north. He goes to events down south. I'm like, hey, I know you. We know each other. We did a show together. Come to my event. So there's heat between you and me. There's a little heat. And I kept saying, he kept saying, well, I'll come at some point. I said, if I sign the Young Bucks to come to GPW, would you come? What if, if I got Kenny Omega to come to GPW, would you come? Mm-hmm. He's like, you're, you're not going to get those people. Hey, you don't know. Yeah, you no, don't actually. know what they want to do. They right. can do anything they want to do. You actually you don't know. You're right. <laughs> you, you do that. In this business now where there's, there's independent money to be made. I wouldn't hesitate a minute if somebody like that walked by. Wouldn't hesitate for a second. So you jump right up. Jump if right if up. If a hangman page Hello, by. hangman page. <laughs> I'd, get right in, I'd get right in the GPW GM gimmick. Hello, I'm the general manager manager at GPW, <laughs> and have I got a deal for you, and I'm not selling you a car. Do you think that this championship, now there's a couple of things here, we gotta, I'll get your thoughts about what you think the card's going to be, but you see there's an ROH World Championship matchup with Jay Lethal, hopefully we'll see him here, because Jay Lethal is a friend of the program, by the way. Oh, um, well, there you go. So I'm still waiting for a text back, I know he's preparing for his, uh, his championship here, but there's a battle royal, whoever wins the battle royal, the over the budget battle royal, by the way. Uh, will take on um, Jay Lethal. But don't you think, because of the chase of this, that Cody Rhodes and Nick Aldis should be the main event? Uh, you know, looking at this card, I mean, you know, again, it, the, for goodness sake, the name of the event is all in. So you know it's going gonna, it's gonna to have heat from top to bottom. But when you're looking at this card, every time my eyes hit it, they're going to this. Every time my eyes hit this page, they're going to Cody versus Nick. It's the NWA title. Should it be the main event? And every other... Yes, yes. I, I can't strenuously say enough yes. I mean, that's what I would pay to see on this card. I mean, I love all the matches, but, you know, that is, that, that's the most bang for your buck right I mean, there. There's some quality New Japan talent on there, but I'm just thinking that because it's Cody Rhodes and he's one of the guys bankrolling this, you would think that that'd be the main and he gets over and wins the NWA championship. I think that people would like to see that, even though Aldis has been a terrific champion, by the way. And, as, and by the way, when I say terrific champion, I mean the way he carries himself. Because the opponent, Steve, it's like there's this guy from China. He wrestled, I think, it's at Summerfest <laughs> in Milwaukee against, against Mr. Anderson. We love Summerfest at Milwaukee. <laughs> so, I like it, too. I, just, I, I saw a clip on that same NWA page on YouTube outside... 
<laughs> it was Nick Aldis taking on Mr. Anderson. And you know what the best part Ken about Anderson. that is? Any, any shot you get from a summer fest, there's always hay. Right. I don't know where it comes from, but right. there's always hay in the shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nick Aldis, Cody Rhodes. I mean, it's, it's, it's the perfect match for a card like this. You have the, the champion, the Brit, the, the aristocrat. You have Cody Rhodes, the son of the great one, the American nightmare, one of the most popular athletes in the sport today going to get a belt that his father held. The drama is there. You don't need to write a story because it's sitting right at you. It's slapping you in the face. Along with Steve Aaron, Jonathan Hood with you as he broadcasts live from the Hyatt Regency here in Schaumburg, our all-in StarCast special. Uh, we're here and glad that you are with us here. If you're just tuning in, tell somebody that we are here, again, because uh, of SportsTownChicago.com, uh, Under the Hood podcast as well as ESPNChicago.com. Well, let's talk about the challenger for the NWA championship in Cody Rhodes just for a second. So you saw Cody Rhodes like I saw Cody Rhodes in uh, the WWE. Cody and Rhodes, yes. He had, uh, they, they, they did many different things with Cody Rhodes. And, you know, he was Cody Rhodes. And, you know, it was great. But it just never got as effective as I think it should have been. He was, um, it was, it was weird, his tenure there, because... He didn't want to be his brother. No. And nothing against Goldust. Goldust is a WWE Hall of Famer, will be right. a WWE Hall of Famer. No doubt. I don't even think Dustin Rhodes wanted to do the Goldust gimmick, but thanks to Vince Russo, he wanted something funky and something weird. And so that particular persona got over. And so then they wanted Cody to be Stardust and have the makeup and be just like his brother. And even though he tried his damnness to do whatever the WWE asked him to do, it just, you just knew there was limitations with it. There's certain guys, I understand, that are meant for the middle card. There's certain guys that are supposed to be at the top of the card. There's certain guys that are main eventers. That gimmick from Cody Rhodes was not a main event gimmick. In no way. It was a fringe gimmick that you use to be the second match at a pay-per-view you're having that month. You know, there's got to be a first match. There's got to be a second match. And then you got your main event three hours later. That, not a not a main event character in any way. It's the son of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and he's doing that gimmick to the point where the reason why that he's part of this event and reason why that he is one of the popular independent wrestlers is because he said, you know what, I'm going to walk away from all of this. Millions and millions of dollars he was making in the WWE. He says, you know what, this is not me. I want to do something else. I think he said... When he decided to part, Steve, it was something along the lines of just like he didn't like his creative, didn't like his constant bad creative with the WWE. And I, I agree with it because even though he looked like a cat with, the, you know, with, with face paint right. and doing all that nonsense <laughs> yep. and standing up on the barrier, he, he tried, but that thing wasn't getting over at all. He, dashing Cody Rhodes was terrible. Yeah, it just, you know, they, they gave him different characters and different gimmicks, and you always saw him give his best effort at it, but it just didn't seem like, it didn't feel like it was him. You, you know, you can tell when you have a, you know, it's, there's no shame in being an undercarder because you need that. Right. But you could see him fighting in the undercard, but underneath you could see the main event that, 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 they, were, that they just couldn't bring out, but you knew it was there. The, the, the best of Cody Rhodes is what we're seeing right now in the independence because there's no writers telling him who he is. Right. And, I, and quite frankly, when I think of, of the interviews I've seen from Cody Rhodes, Steve, it's like, you could tell that the wheels are moving just like his dad because you can see it in his eyes. Like he's just like he's this entrepreneur. He's a, I think that he is a guy that is going to be a producer or a promoter at some point down the line because his dad was. Right. His dad was a booker for 
Jim Crockett Promotions in the 80s. No doubt. He, his dad, for better or for worse, and sometimes it's about 50-50. <laughs> sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss, Maybe. and Dusty did both regularly. <laughs> so many stories. I would tell some Dusty Road stories, but I'm afraid we might be kicked out of here because <laughs> the door is right behind us. Yeah, we don't want to do that. <laughs> so there's, well, I, I will say. Hey, you know what? You got me here, and if you get me kicked out, I'll be just as happy. <laughs> Anything for the gram. I'll live it. So, But I, I, I you know. I think that in his mind, he looks at, when I watch his videos and him talking about StarCast, and him talking about the pay-per-view all-in, you see an entrepreneur, you see someone that looks at the business and says, you know what, there's more to life than just the WWE. There's more to life than just Vince. I'm not saying that he'll ever, that he won't return. But I love that he looks at it and says, here's an opportunity for me to be all over the country, to go to good independence, not the bad ones, go to good independence and make a name for myself and be myself. And there's, and there's a rub with him. Right. Uh, you know, Cody Rhodes, uh, when you watch him, and especially now, now that he is, I don't want to say he's found himself, but the, the character that he's putting out there right now, I think is the most Cody, it's, it's the most real Cody Rhodes we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And in seeing that, you get little glimpses of the father. I mean, you can see it in, in the presentation of, his, of, of, his, of himself in, in the limelight. You get, every once in a while, you're like, man, I miss Dusty. Yeah. And, and, you know, and he, I don't think he does that on purpose. I think he just naturally exudes it. And I think that is what people, I think people like that as much as anything. And you're right. You can see in his eyes that he's always planning, always, always thinking, always plotting. He's got something that he's thinking about doing, and that's what Dusty did. I mean, you know, for better or worse back in the day. But, you know, and, and you're right. Maybe someday he does return to WWE, but I think they would handle him differently in that light. So I, I'm I think just, you'd have to. I, I'm just glad that he is part of, of something special that we have not seen in a long time where an independent, something outside of the WWE is able to bring this this uh, all-in StarCast special we're doing right here on SportstownChicago.com. All right, we're going to take a look at some of the events around StarCast, which is interesting, and also talk about the wrestling podcast business as we move forward here on our special. Steve Arendt here. Look around you. Media is everywhere. People are consuming media on so many platforms. It's not just what you see and hear on TV, film, and radio. It's also online, consumed by millions on your computer and even on mobile devices. This drives the demand for media careers to an all-time high. And the Illinois Media School offers the training to gain the confidence and build the skills to be successful. With over 30 years' experience of training students, the Illinois Media School has so many of its graduates with fulfilling careers in some of the best media companies and platforms in the country. It's never too late. Students of all ages turn to the Illinois Media School for detailed on-hands instruction by real industry pros like Jonathan Hood. And even better, you can graduate in just eight short months, getting you into that new career in under a year. Financial aid for those who qualify and job placement assistance make this a winning life and career move. Enrollment is open now and classes fill fast. Call and change your life today, 630-916-1700. That's 630-916-1700. 630-916-1700. I did. All right, uh, coming up, we will get a chance to, I think we're going to talk to Dave Lagana, the vice president of the National Wrestling Alliance. Oh, my God, it's I, Christmas. It's Christmas in Jawbird. So we'll get a chance to talk to him here as we broadcast live 
from the Hyatt Regency Schaumburg. All-in StarCast special continues with Steve Arendt, Jonathan Hood with you. You're listening to SportstownChicago.com, ESPNChicago.com, and the Under the Hood podcast. Out of all the schools I applied to, Illinois Media School was the first to personally guide me through the financial aid process. Not only did the school offer classes in my field, but hands-on experience with all of today's modern broadcasting equipment. Illinois Media School gave me all the tools I needed to find a career in broadcasting. While in class, I worked one-on-one with real professionals in the television and radio industry. Job placement helped me find the perfect internship where I had real, on-the-job training. No other school offers a program as exciting and educational as this. My name is Mandy, and Illinois Media School helped me achieve my career in broadcasting. I could have said it better myself. This is Jonathan Hood, instructor at the Illinois Media School, formerly Illinois Center for Broadcasting. There's so many reasons for you to consider Illinois Media School. You can go if you don't like the college that you go to, you don't like the major, or maybe you just want a fresh start for someplace new. Go to beonair.com slash Chicago Sports to learn more. That's beonair.com slash Chicago Sports. The reason I'm out here at the Illinois Media School is the radio business, while there are hundreds, maybe even thousands of stations, the people in the business is a small, tight-knit group, and I really enjoy the opportunity of being able to give back, connect, share the experiences I have, and actually learn from the students as well. My name is Dustin Rhodes. I'm the executive producer with the Mully and Hanley Show on 670 The Score, and I am IMS. Time to kick off your career in radio or TV broadcasting at the Illinois Media School's downtown Chicago campus. Call us at 312-884-8000 or visit 530 South State Street to learn how you can make your dreams of being on television and radio a reality. Don't take my word for it. Check out what some industry professionals said about the Illinois Media School. Jonathan Hood. ESPN 1000. People often ask me, Hoodie, how can I be a sports radio guy like you? I tell them it takes drive and determination, and you need to learn how it all works. You can learn to be a sports talk show host, a producer, do play-by-play, and shoot and edit video. You'll have a chance to get internships at stations where you can tap into the knowledge of industry pros. With job placement assistance, you can start your new career in one year. It's a great school to get the hands-on training you need for a broadcasting career, doing what you love. They have affordable tuition and financial aid for those who qualify. So don't waste another minute. Go to beonair.com slash Chicago Sports. That's beonair.com slash Chicago Sports. Lions and Tigers and... The Bears. The Bears. On SportstownChicago.com. Welcome to our live broadcast from the Hyatt Regency Schaumburg, our all-in StarCast special, along with Global Pro Wrestling General Manager Steve Arendt. I'm Jonathan Hood. Thanks so much for being with us. We welcome those listening on uh, SportstownChicago.com as well as ESPNChicago.com and my Under the Hood podcast, part of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. And those of you listening across the United States and around the world, welcome to our national broadcast here at the epicenter of StarCast and, of course, All In, the pay-per-view event taking place on the Fight app. F-I-T-E, the fight app, on Saturday, September 1st at 6 o'clock. It is the epicenter, Jonathan Hood, and this place is bustling. There are superstars and fans as far as the eye can see. The Hyatt Regency is rocking on a Thursday afternoon. Oh, absolutely, uh, because this is the first day uh, uh, for the 
StarCast event. Now, again, uh, for those of you just joining us, we, there's a podcast row that we're on right now. There's a number of uh, stations, podcasts that are taking place. We're part of this podcast row as well. And, and quite frankly, if I, could put our, if I can put ourselves over with the only live show, uh, live to tape show that is taking place here. Certainly the only live show with a producer, for goodness sake. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if they can call him that. <laughs> of course. So uh, we're going to hear from Dave Lagana, I believe, in just a moment, the vice president of the National Wrestling Alliance. But, you Holy know, Toledo. But, but the idea, this is all for you, Steve. Happy, and, happy birthday. Thank you very much. I, <laughs> I don't want to go home ever. <laughs> it was open house tonight. I'm not going. <laughs> so... So, um, as far as the wrestling podcast business is concerned, yes. and I know we'll probably be interrupted in our conversation, but I just want to just point this out. It is huge. There's podcasts everywhere for professional wrestling. There's shows for professional wrestling because the business has never been hotter. Hot. I mean, you, you can't throw a quarter and not hit a wrestling podcast. I mean, they're everywhere. I mean, there are four wrestling shows out of IMS these days. It's, it's everywhere because it's never been as popular as it is right now. I mean, you said it earlier. I mean, wrestling has gone to Fox. Mm-hmm. I mean, that right there is an indication that it is the, as hot as it's ever been. Because when was the last time it was on primetime on a, on a major network? I mean, what? Saturday night's main event? That wasn't exactly primetime. Or was it the two Dave Hebner situation on the main event on a Friday <laughs> night that broke my heart as a child? Is that Dave Hebner? There are two Dave Hebners! Jesse Venturi. Oh, Jesse! Oh, my! And then from there... (laughs) What uh, the heck is going on here? It it was the the relationship that Vince McMahon had with Dick Ebersol to get the WWE on NBC. And, 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 And by the way, wrestling at its core should be on over-the-air television. There's no doubt about it. It just happened to be on a network here, but, but it, at its core, wrestling started not necessarily as a cable entity. That was, that was during the Turner years with, with Georgia Championship Wrestling and WCW and the National Wrestling Alliance in that time. But at its core, being on Fox is a huge deal, especially when it's over a $2 billion deal. One of the biggest television deals ever, in my, in my, to my knowledge. Let me, let me ask you this, Steve. Do you ever look at wrestling in that, Whatever the WWE, whenever they do well, especially after a WrestleMania, after a SummerSlam, that you get the trickle-down effect from your company or, or independent wrestling overall, is there, a, there's, there an afterglow, if you pardon the expression? I, I think that's very astute that you notice that. Yes, I think there is an afterglow to it, as you said, because when, the, when Big Brother does well, it puts all the fans in a mood that they want more. And you know when they don't get what they want on a big show, they're looking to us, mm-hmm. you know? So I think you're right. I think when, when, when they do well and things are good for them, it's good for all of us. Yeah, I think that that, that has just been part and parcel of the business for a long time. You know, like, like when the WWE got hot on with Hulk, uh, Hulkamania, that helped Bill Watts in the South. That helped them in Oklahoma. It helped them in Mississippi, in, the, in that Gulf Coast region. When, it, when anytime the WWE did well, uh, that helped the NWA. That helped Jim, Jim Crocker promotion. So that's always a good thing. Even though some wrestling fans don't look at it that way, it's us versus them. Right. But every, when, when the WWE eats, everybody eats. Everybody eats. It eats well. You know, that, don't, don't sleep on that MTV crossover they did, the Rock and Wrestling Connection, because yeah. I think that did as much for the popularity as anything. Yeah, I think that, that that's – but the podcast part of it, though, and I listened to a few, Jim, Jim Ross, um, 
listen to Jim Cornette. I was listening to Jim Cornette coming in. God, is he Jim? Jim Cornette doesn't care. Right. Jim Cornette doesn't give a darn about what he says, <laughs> which is what makes it so damn interesting. It just you know, I mean, I I had to get myself in a, in a position and getting ready for this show to be able to listen to, to Jim Cornette's podcast to get myself ready. Those damn writers. He doesn't care. He just says whatever is on his mind, <laughs> whether it's good or bad for everybody. So I, I just think that that's just awesome. It's fantastic. We, we broadcast live from the Hyatt Regency in Schaumburg, Illinois. It's our all-in Starcast special, along with Steve Arendt, Jonathan Hood with you. Please be joined by the vice president of the National Wrestling Alliance, Dave Lagana. He's with us here. That's uh, me. Hello, Dave. You guys were talking about Jim Cornette. He loves me. Yeah. <laughs> Damn writers. Jonathan, am I worthy to be in this little triumvirate right here right now? I'm feeling a little bit intimidated. No, absolutely. If you buy me some wild Very wings. nice to meet you, nice sir. Nice to meet you. Buy me some Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, you're more than welcome. Garcon. A fine sponsor. That doesn't work. A fine sponsor, Dave, of uh, of this event, the Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. If you would have told uh, people a year ago the Buffalo Wild Wings would be sponsoring pro wrestling, uh, just like Fridays and, and all this ca- stuff. Did you catch it's the new wing order? The new wing order. It's the 38,000th uh, ripoff of the NWO, which is <laughs> awesome. Somebody's got, got a lawsuit somewhere. 38,001. It's, it's all good. It's got to be something. So I feel like I just talked to you, Jonathan. Yeah, you did, as a matter of fact, and I'm glad that you, you stopped by. Are you still going to give us some insight now on the Disney deal? Can I corner you with that? The, oh, the, <laughs> the I think that uh, – I think a lot will uh, become revealed once Disney finally gives Fox their money. I think I think a lot of people will see a lot of different changes. And again, I have no inside information other than I know how to read the tea leaves. Right, right. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that all. I think, I think the whole media landscape. Obviously, the Tribune uh, deal falling apart with Sinclair has caused many, very many ripple effects in pro wrestling. And you know, everybody's worried about how Roman Reigns is booked, and nobody's looking at the, at, at the actual business of the business besides, like, certain people who are interested, like uh, these guys do the show called WrestleNomics. I love their show because they, they actually talk about the business and don't worry about the minutia of booking. Booking doesn't fix the business. Business fix the business. There's no question about that. Uh, I, we were talking earlier about the one-hour special before this event, be on WGN America. You know... I know this is a big event, and I'm glad that we're in podcast row, but I think that's big also. It's just uh, it actually, America. It might be bigger than the actual event. Right. You know, a little, little known secret is, is that there was a point that TNA was supposed to be on WGN before pop, and it didn't happen. And, you know, WWE, I think they wasted the opportunity with WGN America, the, the, like they often do with secondary B shows, suddenly become D shows very quickly. And the power of WGN is something that if you had – I grew up with cable in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I had WGN. I watched the Cubs. You know, it's it's a lot more powerful than people think. And I'm not going to sit here and predict the number, but it is, it's much larger than I think people are giving credit for. Well, I think they'll find out after uh, after WGN America and uh, All In. I think it's it, I think it will speak for itself, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you being the vice president of NWA? Uh, we have that that match that's coming up. Yep. Uh, tell me about your thoughts on it because the Cody Rhodes going after the title that his father once wore, I mean, it's a story that writes itself. You don't need to write a story because it's there. Mm-hmm. Tell, me, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on such a, a huge, huge match. You know, I think you know, the, the easy thing to go to in this story was Dusty. We haven't done a lot of it. Until today, right? You know the the video. The only reason I'm down here is because I've been in my room since 4 a.m. I got up at 4 a.m. to finish the video, uh, and I literally I took a break once I finished it to eat, and then I just color corrected it, and it's uh, it's exporting. So I have like a 
an hour before it's ready, and then this hotel internet is uh, it's pretty bad. So I'm going to have to go find somewhere to upload this uh, video file. Um, and, uh, you know, uh-oh, Jeff Jarrett's giving me Jeff the Jarrett. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett wants to kill me. What did I do to him? He wasn't, he wasn't talking to you. Exactly. To you. Yeah, that, Jeff and I have been I'm the center of my own universe. I've already yelled at Jeff out of my room once already this morning. Uh, but, yeah, it, this, this story, it's... You know, if you look at, if you track the narrative of when we announced it, and, it, you know, this this has been something that's been in process since prior to WrestleMania. When Nick Aldo showed up at the Ring of Honor show, we knew we were going to do something. We didn't know we were going to do this. And a lot of the story is a lot more real than I think people know. And, you know, somebody just asked me, <laughs> what's the finish? And then uh, I think it's a coin flip. And, you know, uh, Billy says that in the episode. And I think it's more, it's closer to a coin flip than people th- people know. Dave Lagana is the vice president of the National Wrestling Alliance. He's with Steve and Jonathan here. We broadcast live from the Hyatt Regency Schaumburg for All In Starcast special. For those that, that don't know, we, I've been pushing people to the NWA page. That's kind of why I'm here, Dave. I'm here to push people to That's the fine. NWA YouTube page. Your, 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 your Buffalo Wild Wings gift card is in the mail. <laughs> so <I'm> just, $25. <laughs> just because uh, I want people to experience what I experience as a fan because I've, mm-hmm. I've been there since day one I showed him who Tim Storm was yeah. and that and great story could you tell people about the beginning of, of making that story about Tim Storm what he thought about it because he's a traditional wrestling guy wrestling for many years and then yeah. you're trying to sell him on hey the NBA champion we need you to start off telling the story we wouldn't be here without Tim Storm and I made Tim a promise after he did us a solid there was a very unscrupulous person that uh, has worked in the business for a very long time who uh, before we'd started called me oh you're just a writer you don't know what you're doing okay and then he offered Tim uh, mid five figures to drop the title to somebody to screw us over and Tim didn't even blink Tim said I'm with you he says if and I told Tim I said your name will be on equal with Harley Race on that list I'll never do anything to take anything away from what you've done and Tim trusted us. Tim let me come to his house without really knowing me and trusted me to tell his story. And here's a guy that's 53 years old. And, and uh, in the video I posted two days ago, uh, the guy who was wrestling with regret was like, who's Tim Storm? And, you know, everybody has a story to tell. And, you know, Tim let us do it. And he will forever be a part of this company. And, you know, we're indebted to him for trusting us to do right by him. Everyone thought we were bringing him to L.A. that first day to take the title off of it. And it's funny, I, I may have hit favorite on a few of those tweets, um, and everybody that sort of doubted us, cool. I, I look forward to what they create that's good. And Tim Storm created something really amazing. Tim Storm got over. And the fact that you're still asking about it 10 months after the story and... You know, it showed the power of it. People, when Nick Aldis became champion, a lot of people were like, oh, the guy from TNA, you know. And, you know, Nick has, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Nick Aldis. Nick Nick put the work in and for, he, he took a bet. And he didn't have to. He could have, he probably could have gone to WWE if he wanted to, if he would have swallowed his pride. But he didn't want to swallow his pride. He wanted to make his son proud. And that's the difference in this. And, and we all are... Uh, you know, ECW used to be called the Island of Misfit Toys. Uh, we're the guys with chips on our shoulders looking to prove something because, honestly, nobody in wrestling wanted us. And it's probably better that way because we don't want what they're serving. And the same with the Young Bucks and Cody. You guys are across, <laughs> across the, the way from Young Bucks merch, you know, Dana and, and the Bucks and everybody. They, they literally do it all themselves. The same with me. We have no staff. 
<laughs> I'm the staff. I'm travel. I'm I'm vice president. I'm catering. I'm shuttle service. Uh, I don't do costumes, thankfully, but you know it's. Uh, <laughs> But it, it, and that's the thing, isn't it? It's never been easier for somebody to create something, and a lot of people sit around and wait for somebody else to do it. And that's, we're here because we did it ourselves. The Young Bucks are where they are because they did it themselves. And my gut is they can write their own check, and it doesn't have to be the check that people think it's going to be. Go ahead, Steve. I love the uh, the storm story. Uh, I came into that very recently mm-hmm. because of Jonathan. Yep. And uh, I find it fascinating because uh, the, the wrestling promotion that I work in has a lot of the 40 to 50-year-old wrestlers that are, are carrying the torch and they're yeah. doing the matches. So that resonates very personally with me. And, you know, now that I've got that angle of the story, it just it, it makes Nick Aldis's appearance here and, and that title, that, that very important title here, you know, they're calling it all in because everybody's in. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that... The coolest thing is seeing that MWA World Heavyweight Championship to be defended on this stage. Uh, we were talking earlier as to why that isn't the main. Is, is that the main event? What's the main event? That should be the main event. It uh, is. It, it, it is as far as your interest, yeah, your attention. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I I can only control what we can control, and you know, in three hours, uh, people are going to see this video that. I pulled it together very quickly because it's it's there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if people know my story of Dusty, but, like, when he came to WWE, I was the only person he wanted to, to spend time with, meaning, like, when he wanted to drive after shows. And I know how he felt about Cody. And I didn't even want to be interviewed. I wanted them to talk about it because he wanted his son to have at least a chance to, for the WWE title. He worked there 10 years and didn't have one WWE championship match. How is that possible? James Ellsworth had three. Right. Um, you know, uh, Dustin never had one shot. And I think it, it's interesting. I worked for Vince for six years. I love the man to death. He, he always looked at the Rhodes family differently. And this is a testament to the power of that family. And also it's put a target on him for Nick. You know, Nick wants to prove that he belongs on this stage. I love this, you know, and I told Billy, I said, I, we could do this forever and we would be happy and this is exactly what we can do. I know people want to have the Missouri Junior Italian Heavyweight Champion, which, by the way, I thought was a real title when we bought the NWA. <laughs> right. um, somebody told me that and I, was, I actually believed it because there's so many belts. And so when we got rid of them all, I was like, I want to focus on what people love. And when you talk about the NWA, it's, it's that title, the stars, and then everything else. And that's what we're doing. Dave, lastly, and yep. we appreciate your time. Um, I'm, um, I want to tell people about, the, first of all, the T-shirts, because I already ordered mine. I have some here. If you're, uh, I don't even know if we have a table. I ordered a bunch of T-shirts. <laughs> I'll be selling them out of the back of my car that I don't have. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we have, we have uh, it's simple, right? What, what kind of T-shirts we have? We have the, the black and white uh, NWA logo, and then we have the 70th anniversary shirts, which, the gold. you know, the gold, it's... Yeah. It's great. Uh, I gave the guys at Pro Wrestling Tees a said, just put a seven next to the globe and see how it looks. They did the gold. It looks beautiful. It's in the uh, promo piece that's going to run prior to 10 pounds of gold. Um, you know, the, I don't know if seven, if 70 is the gold anniversary. Uh, I'm, I'm not married. I don't even, I wouldn't even know beyond two. Uh, but it's, it's, it just, gold, that's what it is. It's, th- this whole thing has been based around that belt. And, you know, it, 
Adam Pierce used to call it Sweet Charlotte, and we still sometimes call it that, but it's, it's the 10 pounds of gold, and it's a world's championship, no apostrophe, and I love answering that question. And everyone's like, well, why don't you? That's poor grammar. It's, it's pro wrestling. It's, it's been wrestling. worlds since Harley Race. <laughs> right. You want to get in a grammar fight, go on Twitter, for God's sakes. He, he'd shoot you. <laughs> yeah, you go ask Carly. You still Hogan. get the crap out of ask anybody Hogan. in this hotel, including me. Hogan would know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, the, the question is, is that uh, the event will take place in Nashville for the 7th yep. anniversary, right? Yes. Any, any information you can give about that? It'll be at the fairgrounds. Uh, tickets and information will be in a couple of weeks. We, we wanted to allow this event to happen. You know, uh, We announced it in advance so people knew that this wasn't the end of uh, – like the NWA wasn't closing after this, you know. Uh, we're going to continue on. Billy, Billy said he had a 20-year plan, and everyone made jokes. Uh, everyone, everyone has jokes. Nobody has solutions, and we, we have a solution for what we think pro wrestling should be, and it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. We, we are doing what we're doing, and it's just two guys. Imagine if we actually expanded what we actually could get done. So as I mentioned to you before, your work is not in vain. It's great, man. Thank I'm you. enjoying. You know what? It's you, and, you and I talked about uh, 2010. You know, I did your yeah. show in 2010, 2011. I put Jim Cornette on your show. To yeah. no appreciation from Jim for my effort, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's not here. Uh, I wish he would. I hope. I hope he comes to the 70th anniversary show. And you yeah. know, I, Jim has a lot of good to give the business. And you know, sometimes I, you know, he, he's in. He was in the last thing when he he, he laughed when Billy bought the NWA mm-hmm. um, because it was he didn't see what we saw. He's like, oh, it can't be. It, you can't go back. Right. Vince McMahon is not going to go backwards with the WWE, and no company can go back. That's like saying uh, Sears should continue to stay their business the same way. If you do not evolve, you die. True. I'm glad you stopped by, man. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Awesome. Very, very much Thank a you guys. pleasure. Appreciate Thank it. you, my friend. Thank you. Dave Lagana is the vice president of the National Wrestling Alliance with us here on our All In Starcast special, along with Steve Aaron Jonathan Hood with you, broadcasting live from the Hyatt Regency in Schaumburg, Illinois. That that guy that we just talked to right here, the storyteller, because he was a former writer for Vince on SmackDown, and so here's a guy here that has seen both sides, the Vince McMahon side working with Vince Russo, and you could tell just from our conversation, not necessarily the biggest Vince Russo fan. All the, all the nonsense, right, that came along with, uh, with Vince Russo and writing for WWE and WCW. And now he's on his own in, in so many ways, writing a story slowly for an NWA brand, by the way, that is not housed. There is no card. There is no roster. It's just the title, Nick Aldis, Cody Rhodes. And I'm here to tell you right now, not a hot take. It is true. The National Wrestling Alliance Heavyweight Championship, and because of the story is hotter than the WWE Championship. Oh, there's absolutely no question. And, Jonathan, you're right with what you said about Dave there. You could tell I was hanging on every word he said. I mean, what he was doing right there is he was telling us a story, and he was getting his own story over, which is brilliant. And I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but when Cody Rhodes walks by, I I just wanted to say, hey, there was Cody Rhodes, Jonathan. Oh, what's did he He just just walked... I he just walked right through. I was like, oh, my God. I was so into the interview, I didn't see anybody. I, I broke professional courtesy and Coley geeked out. Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't, even, I didn't even see him there. Um, and that's why I'm a – go ahead, Rick. Yeah, no, he, he even went by the meet, the meet and greet truck that was out there, stopped by, even took a few photos with some fans, and he just walked through the – That's ODB. The get doors that barbecue just sauce. just kept moving past the Buffalo Wild Wings uh, sign and everything. I don't know if he even got – did he even get the new wing order koozie? I don't I, even know if he got one. I don't think so. Should have gave him mine. No, you know what? It's funny. No, I, I didn't even see And you him. said they're probably around here somewhere, and it, 
like you do all the time. You tell the future. There he was. Yeah, no, I, I okay, I'm glad you told me that. I had no idea that Cody Rose was even Just, here. He was 10 feet from you. <laughs> oh, no, because I was into because you know what? And that's how important NWA is to you. You missed Cody Rose because you're, you were expounding upon how important it is, and you're right. You were proven right, as you usually are. It's just, and, and again, we look at this as a, and again, make sure it's very clear, there's no roster. It's just a brand. Which is amazing. But it's getting over. In every way possible. <laughs> I mean, look at this place. For crying out loud. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a part of it because in the many ways, we're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance, we're talking about Ring of Honor, we're talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling and other independent uh, shows uh, all mixed into one. I mean, Cole Cabana, who is going to be an AAW show um, coming up tomorrow. Oh, yeah. uh, tomorrow. Yes, Thursday. Saturday. Friday. 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 Friday, you're right, Friday. Oh, Friday. And so so he's part of this as well. So it's Moose from Impact Wrestling, yep. also part of this as well. So it's a, it's a conglomerate of different small organizations and independent guys that are part of this to make this all-in uh, event on Saturday. And that's my favorite part about this is you're getting talent and stories from everywhere. They're all culminating here at the Sears Center for what should be something that no one will ever forget. So it's, uh, it was great to talk to him because you could just tell, here's a guy here that is putting all these videos together and, and telling the story of what's going on with this. Because he's not here for Kenny Omega Pentagon Jr. Nope. He's, he's not here for Madison Rain and Chelsea Green. He's, he's, <laughs> he definitely is not here for that no, one. No, but he is here to be able to push this story of Cody Rhodes, as you asked him about, Cody Rhodes trying to win a championship that his father held three times in NWA time. My favorite response when I asked him that question or I placed that scenario to him, he's like, of course it's the main event. Because in his mind, there's no other main event that it could be. And I love that. I love that. That was a real response. So it's good to be able to talk to uh, Dave Lagana. You never know if there's going to be another special guest uh, walking through here. You put on quite a party here, Jonathan Hood. <laughs> My it's been like Christmas morning. It, Christmas morning lasts 20 minutes. This thing has been almost two hours now. I'm not sure what you expected. I don't uh, know what I expected. This is fantastic. <laughs> but, but this is actually happening. So to go back to our conversation before we were rudely interrupted by Dave Lagana. <laughs> yeah, rudely. Um, and that was talking about, oh, the wrestling podcast business. Yes. And, and how we have to our left... There's podcasts that will be broadcast. There's some that are setting up now to our left. There's podcasts that have been here to our right that are setting up for Thursday and Friday and it's Saturday. It's almost the length of a football field, this podcaster. I mean, they're all the way down going into the next room. It is. All the way. I mean, it's, it's, it goes on for days. Have they added extra tables they and did. chairs? They did. Yeah, it goes into that room over there. Yeah, so uh, Ryan Fahey, our producer here on site, is going to check a look at that. But uh, the point is, as we see now, okay, now I see Christopher Daniels yep. walking through. All right, now I see that. So, um, by the way, that guy, Christopher Daniels, is right here. That guy, that not only a special wrestler to me, but could have put on, given the opportunity, Shawn Michaels-type matches if he had the bigger, the, as good a platform. As could a platform. not agree with you more. That is a great comparison. I mean, you remember in TNA those mm-hmm. matches between him and AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. They're legendary. Yeah, absolutely. And, and – there's some that's not going to remember that, and but I I remember it because I know that guy is a terrific, uh, terrific wrestler. So he's walking through the lobby here, uh, Christopher Daniels, and also is a great trainer, by the way. You go to YouTube and you could find a training session with him for 
uh, about an hour or two training wrestlers. He's very good. He's an amazing talent, and uh, you know he has got a marquee matchup in All In, which I think is very. That leaves a lot to the imagination. They've got some very strange story going on in that one too. Steve Amell. Are you familiar with the actor Steve Amell? I am an Arrowverse junkie, Jonathan okay. Hood. Uh, you know, obviously my eye goes to the NWA title as what should be the main event, but then it goes down to the Green Arrow, okay. Imme- almost immediately. <laughs> Because I watch it all. My okay. DVR was, in the fall when that stuff is first run, I can't, I almost don't have enough time in the week to watch everything I need to watch. So I am a, a, an Arrowverse junkie, so that, that has a special meaning for me. You know, Steve, if Steve Amell walked through our lobby, and it is getting crowded here because more and more people are coming in. Yes. I, I don't know if I can identify Steve Amell. Now, if you, find, if you see him, bring him to the table. But I don't know if I saw him, if I'd know who that is. I, I, again, I would crash through this table like Bubba Ray Dudley put me right through the center of it, <laughs> and I would mug him and probably be killed by his entourage. He's the kind of guy that would have an entourage. <laughs> so, okay. Not that he would need one. He did American Ninja Warrior, for God's sake. He did, did that it? obstacle course. Okay. He's a physical freak, which it, him against Daniels is going to be something special. So, yeah, so, and Daniels being as technically sound as he is, and a male training, obviously, for You could this bounce bout. a quarter off his calf. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. I wanted to pass out. That guy's in the... In his mid forties, he can still get it done. Jeez, my goodness! Can I get you? Can I get you a palm? I need a water. Need a, a palm all. Maybe a palm all. Give me a palm all and a tab stat. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I mean, you're, <laughs> you're just in heaven right now, aren't boy, you? Boy, boy! So right. Somebody did something to get me here. I don't know what it is. All right, well, uh, he's gonna float out of here like a fairy after this. <laughs> if you pardon the expression. What a poor choice of words. <laughs> this is 2018, Faye. You're gonna piss off people. No, fairy's fine. I work for Disney. <laughs> Bam. So, uh, that's, so modulate all, that. No, it's, it's part. It's part of. Uh, that's part that's of, Spike. Yeah, he's going to be all over me for part, that. It's part of the Disney brand. So, absolutely. Uh, coming up, Steve, we'll get a chance to talk about the card. Who we like in the card. Uh, also, we'll talk about Global Pro Wrestling. That's the event uh, that you have an event coming up yourself on Saturday. GPW Nine. We're the only independent wrestling companies that would dare go up one on one against All In. Actually, you know what? For those that could not get to All In, it's a great opportunity for them to go to Midlothian. That's it. And you can DVR your WGN America and come see us. See. We will give you the show that you deserve to see. So I'm looking forward to the, for the glare uh, in Midlothian. <laughs> All right. For those of you listening <laughs> in markets like Chicago. Notice the gaze. Yes, the gaze. Yes, the gaze. Yes. For those of you listening in Chicago, in Miami, also uh, in markets like Columbus, Cincinnati, and Cleveland, and also outside the Denver market in Lakewood, Colorado, you can look around you. Media is everywhere, and people are consuming media on so many platforms. It's not just what you see and hear on TV, film, or radio. It's also online, consumed by millions on your computer and even on your mobile devices. This drives the demand for media careers to an all-time high. Go to the website. It's beonair.com. It offers the training to gain the confidence and build the skills to be successful. With over 30 years of experience of training students, beonair.com has so many of its graduates with fulfilling careers in some of the best media companies and platforms in the country. It's never too late. Students of all ages turn to beonair.com for detailed on-hands instruction by real industry pros. And even better, you can graduate in just eight short months getting you into that new career in under a year. 
financial aid for those who qualify and job placement assistance makes this a winning life and a career move for yourself. So uh, enrollment is open right now and classes are filling fast. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, if you are in Miami, if you're in Ohio, in markets like Columbus, Cincinnati, or Cleveland, or even the Denver market, Lakewood, Colorado, go to the website. It's beonair.com, beonair.com. We know of, of some students that actually left wherever they lived and to travel to Chicago to be able to go to, to school to beonair.com. Same thing in Cleveland, same thing in Cincinnati and Columbus for those that are in the panhandle of Florida that's looking to be able to do a new career move. For those of you in the Miami area listening to our show, again, you can be able to go to beonair.com. And also for those of you just right outside of Denver in Lakewood, again, it's beonair.com. Along with Steve Eric, Jonathan Hood with you as we broadcast live from the Hyatt Regency Schaumburg. Our all-in StarCast special continues after this right here on sportstownchicago.com, under the Hood podcast, and also espnchicago.com. How's it going? My name is Edgar Ibarra, and I'm very grateful for all the knowledge I receive at the Illinois Media School. My 15-year career in radio has been a dream come true. I'm a radio DJ, I'm on the air, and I get to be a program director for two radio stations in Wisconsin. My dream became a reality with the Illinois Media School. Illinois Media School is a great school with great teachers and former students now working in the industry today on the radio stations you listen to and on the TV stations you watch every day. Illinois Media School, check it out. For more details, beonair.com. I could have said it better myself. This is Jonathan Hood, instructor at the Illinois Media School, formerly Illinois Center for Broadcasting. So many reasons for you to consider Illinois Media School, financial aid for those who qualify, real-world hands-on experience, internships, and so much more. Don't just take my word for it. Set up a tour at one of the two Chicagoland locations. Go to beonair.com slash Chicago Sports to learn more. That's beonair.com slash Chicago Sports. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can also specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. So come check us out. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Candy Gomez here at the Illinois Media School in Lombard. I am one of the newest people to join the staff here. I am a student advisor. I bring all my expertise, my years from B96 Radio, WGN, Chicago Sky, KISS FM. I bring all that here, and I talk to the kids, students of all ages, of all backgrounds, and let them know what radio is like. I'm just working in the media, too. I'm Candy Gomez from KISS FM, and I am IMS. Hey, it's Frankie, and the Illinois Media School, formerly the Illinois Center for Broadcasting, provides hands-on broadcasting and online media training and fully equipped radio and TV studios and web-based computer labs. The instructional staff consists of broadcast media and professionals like myself with many years of broadcasting and online media experience. I have watched some of my former students get jobs and excel in the industry. Upon graduation, students are well prepared to enter the broadcast media industry. Check out our campus in Chicago and in Lombard and visit BeOnAir.com. That's BeOnAir.com to learn how to get started. 
My name is Chris Labosco, and I do play-by-play for minor league hockey. It was while I was at the Illinois Media School that I got my first opportunity to do actual play-by-play in my first week of class. Through my time in class, I was able to improve as a broadcaster by learning how to use different equipment, how to set up for a remote broadcast, and how to prepare for each and every game that I would call. I even found an internship doing play-by-play for minor league baseball before graduating. If I never went to the Illinois Media School, I never would have found my passion. I couldn't have said it better myself. This is Jonathan Hood, instructor at the Illinois Media School, formerly Illinois Center for Broadcasting. So many reasons for you to consider Illinois Media School. Financial aid for those who qualify, real-world hands-on experience, internships, and so much more. Don't just take my word for it. Set up a tour at one of the two Chicagoland locations. Go to beonair.com slash Chicago Sports to learn more. That's beonair.com slash Chicago Sports. Hi, I'm Rob Rose, and I'm one of the instructors here at Illinois Media School. I've been teaching here at the school since 2010, as a matter of fact, between Lombard and Chicago campuses. This is definitely the place to come. It's going to prepare you for absolutely everything that you need to know about the broadcast industry. We're talking radio, television, web, podcasting, absolutely everything. Get in touch with the school and take advantage of it. Make it your career. Do it now. I'm Rob Rose, nights on 100.3 WSHE in Chicago, and I am IMS. Hi, it's Frankie Robinson. The Illinois Media School, formerly the Illinois Center of Broadcasting, provides hands-on broadcasting and online media training in fully equipped radio and TV studios and web-based computer labs. The instructional staff consists of broadcast media and professionals like myself with many years of broadcast and online media experience. I've watched some of my former students get jobs and excel in the industry. Upon graduation, students are well-prepared to enter the broadcast media industry. Check out our campus in Chicago and Lombard and visit beonair.com. That's beonair.com to learn how to get started. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are, are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. Sports, 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 sports. Now Chicago.com. Live from the Hyatt Regency in Schaumburg, it's our all-in StarCast special. Along with Global Pro Wrestling General Manager Steve Arendt, Jonathan Hood with you. Having a fun time here, part of the StarCast and All-In event. Again, the pay-per-view will take place on the Fight app, FRTE Fight app, on Saturday, September 1st at 6 o'clock Central Time. And there is a, pre, there is a pre-show on uh, WGN America that is uh, going to take place as well at 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so all part of this, and we're here on SportstownChicago.com live and also on the podcast for my Under the Hood podcast, part of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, and, of course, on ESPNChicago.com. Steve? The greatest hour of Chicago radio is Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. That's the only time I really listen to radio in Chicago is when you go under the hood and you do your talk on wrestling. It's really engaging. I encourage everybody to watch it. You know, you, we've been doing these reads here about the Illinois Media School, and it says you don't have to be any age. Well, that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was 42 when I went there, and 
you know, here I am uh, sitting with Jonathan Hood at Starcast. So kayfabe, brother. I'm kayfabe it, man. Don't, don't get, don't, 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 don't give the age, brother. Don't kill, kill the age. I'm trying you, to be, I'm trying to be dignified. 24. I'm 24 years old. 26. I have underwear that's 24, I think. 24, brother. Don't give the age. The tidy whities are 24. That's about it, anyways. Uh, don't, don't give the, don't give the age. You can't get booked that way, brother. This is a good. As they, as they say in the business. <laughs> you went brudda, and I really appreciate that. Look at the merch line. They are lining up for this stuff, boy. Yes. We have the best seat in the house right now. There is just people everywhere. Yeah, we're part of Podcast Row, and again, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, and we're broadcasting live. Great event. Uh, can't thank Conrad Thompson enough because this is his. We saw him briefly. He's got a walking cast. I saw that. I saw that, that. yeah. Okay, so he, uh, Conrad Thompson, by the way, part of three successful podcasts. Can't say that for a lot of people. He works with Eric Bischoff on 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. He works with uh, Tony Schiavone for What Happened When. And we talked to Tony earlier. It was great to talk to him. Amazing. And he also uh, works with Bruce Pritchard with Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. So. That is a very fun thing to listen to. Bruce Pritchard really, really goes in some crazy directions on his podcast. I enjoy listening to it. So here we are with the card here, Steve. And, and so... The Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi will take on Rey Mysterio Jr. we got to talk about him for a second. Rey Mysterio, um, Phoenix, and Bandito. Now, what stands out to me is that Rey Mysterio Jr., very similar to Cody Rhodes, like after Rey, after Rey was done with the WWE, he starts traveling the world. He was in Japan for a little bit, working with New Japan, uh, uh, working with Conan in Mexico, which is kind of cool, and now part of this event as well. That guy is a Hall of Famer, and his son, by the way, uh, Dominic? Yeah. Is, is it Dominic. My son, uh, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, a little, little Eddie G right there. <laughs> so that my son, Dominic, he's my son, bro. So, so Dominic apparently. <laughs> Another impression for the repertoire. That guy is going to be at a glo- a Global Pro Wrestling at some point, too, because he's training now. I think he's, I think he's 18, 17, 18. You know, that's the fun part. The next generation, for the people we watched, you know, coming up, their kids are starting to come up. I mean, it's amazing how it's a generational thing. What are your What are your memories of Rey Mysterio Jr. in his prime? I guess in the WWE or, or WCW. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to WrestleMania. I believe it was 22. That was in Chicago, and uh, I believe that night he won the WWE title there. And uh, I remember his entrance more than anything that night because he, that was the day when he would be shot out from the stage. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what happened there uh they shot him up from the stage and he went i want to say seven feet in the air mm-hmm. i have never seen a human being propelled so high into the air just from a standing position and the fireworks went off around him and you know the match was spectacular so whenever i hear ray mysterio i think about that moment for me at wrestlemania 22 i will give eric bischoff a lot of credit uh as a wcw um head yeah because he brought in luchadors in wcw something that we didn't see and was not successful in the wwe um he brought in cruiserweights and i think cruiserweights thought that was a negative connotation at the time like if we're a cruiserweight that means we can't be on the top of the card right it's, it's you know that's quite a stigma that goes with that sometimes pissed off Jeff, uh, chris jericho that way because he was known as like a cruiserweight and right. he's like so so same thing with ray mysterio jr the mistake that they made, and I'm sure Eric will talk about this at some point for, at StarCast, is uh, is that he got the mask off of Ray Jr. And you know how important the mask is for luchadors. Oh, it's it's everything. If you get deep, if you get unmasked, I mean that that's the end of your life and career and everything. Even though he's a handsome man without the mask, no the, doubt. Point, the point is that 
So, so we tell that story because he's going to be part of the six-man. Interesting that the Young Bucks, again, part of the reason why we're here is because of the Young Bucks, because they were able to finance this. But they're in the six-man tag team matchup, so that'll be interesting to see. I would expect the Young Bucks and Cody Obushi to come out on top in this one, even though Phoenix also a terrific performer. You've got to watch this guy on the MLW wrestling shows, and there's so many. But that, <laughs> that yeah. uh, but Phoenix is, uh, is a well-known wrestler, especially in Mexico, and he's part of this six-man. It's going to be a great match, and, you know, like I said, you know, it's all in. The Young Bucks were, were one of the innovators of this, and you would think that they'd go over, but don't sleep on Rey Mysterio. I mean, you know, he's his career is as as bright and resurgent as it's ever been. And you know what? He, he He's doing double duty this weekend mm-hmm. because he's wrestling all in uh, Saturday night, and then he's doing warrior wrestling at Marion Catholic that Sunday night. Wow. That's, wow. And that's, I mean, he's headlining warrior wrestling. If, you, if you're sleeping on warrior wrestling right now, that, look that up. That card is on fire. Kenny Omega, who was ranked number one in Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I know that that sounds like something from the past, but Pro Wrestling Illustrated still matters today it, Every much now as it ever did. So they had their top 500 wrestlers that they gave out. It was announced on Jim Ross's podcast that Kenny Omega was ranked the number one wrestler in the world, which is amazing because you actually can get to 500 now with all the independent oh, guys. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> you, you can get to at 500 or more. But Kenny Omega, the number one wrestler uh, in the business, will take on Pentagon Jr., which also should be a terrific matchup. Kenny Omega has done some incredible matches. Uh, I was watching on YouTube the other day. I came across my Facebook stream and I clicked on it. He fought a Japanese child. Did you see that? Yes. That girl That girl fought. I don't know what it was. I'm like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Please don't book that for your shows. <laughs> I don't plan on it, but I've never seen anything like it, that's for sure. Because I will take a big steaming pile <laughs> of everything for my breakfast on your, on your company if you ever booked some nonsense like that. But you've never seen anything like it. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and I hope you, to never see that again. Well, that's, like I said, I don't know what they were doing, but it was certainly something I've never seen before. Uh, this portion of our live broadcast on StarCast and All In is brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. There's no better place to watch football with friends than Buffalo Wild Wings. When the game is on, you have to be there. Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings, Beers, Sports. We discussed the NWA Championship. You and I agree that Cody Rhodes should go over over Nick Aldis. And I think that should be the main event, but even Dave Lagana would even give us the wink on that. We don't even, yeah. I mean, that should be the main, but maybe it's not. I don't know. See, I'll tell you this. Here's my take on that, uh, Jonathan. You think Cody should go over. You'd expect Cody to go over. But every time I think someone should go over and expect it, I get swerved. Yeah. Plus, they've got that big thing coming up uh, that you were talking with Dave about, uh, the anniversary. Yeah, in Nashville. So, I mean, do, 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 you, do, you, do you strap Cody now or do you wait and strap Cody then? I don't know. The questions have to be asked, and the answers will come. Let's see what else we have here. Oh, the the ROH World Championship. Now, Jay Lethal, your guy, Jay Lethal, will take on the over the budget battle royal winner. Now, the over the budget battle royal winner, and that was explained by Cody Rhodes on the NWA page on YouTube about how they had these wrestlers, the card, and then <laughs> they were like, well. Why don't we add Moose? And why don't we add Cole Cabana? And why don't we add Ethan Page? And why don't we add Billy Gunn? And why don't we add Punishment Martinez and Brandon Cutler? And, and some of these guys are up-and-coming names. Some of these are already established veterans, as you well know. Um, but whoever wins out of that over-the-budget battle royal will take on Jay Lethal uh, for the ROH championship. 
Uh, it, it's a great concept. I mean, you, 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 you get in a battle royal, and obviously, are there any matches more exciting in wrestling than a, a well-done battle royal? It's still one of the most exciting things that you'll see in the squared circle. And they've got quite a, I believe they're still bringing in people. This is only a portion of who's going to be in the over-the-budget battle royal. I mean, you've got Moose. Everybody knows who Moose is. Uh, Billy Gunn is part of history uh, in wrestling. You know, you know him, you love him. He sat next to me on commentary once and called me an idiot, so I have a special place in my heart for him. He knows the real me. Uh, and then you've got youngsters like Jordan Grace, who's been wrestling the indies for a long time. I'm very familiar with her work, and she's going to put her hat in the over-the-budget battle royal. And then if you win, you get a shot at the ROH title. I mean, gee, my God. It's really interesting. This uh, is a Daniel Bryan moment. Okada will take on Marty Skrull, uh, and, and that's part of that. <laughs> Marty Skrull is an interesting character. That guy is a ultimate heel, comes out with the, with the umbrella because he's part of that bullet club from Japan. But, again, Okada against Skrull should be a tremendous matchup because the Rainmaker is, for a long time, Number one guy, IWGP heavyweight champion, and we'll take on Marty Skrull. If you like the art form that is professional wrestling, then this is the match for you. Uh, technically proficient, I don't think you'll find two wrestlers that are better wrestling today. I mean, you said Kenny Omega is number one in, in, in PWI, but these two guys are a joy to watch. I had the pleasure of seeing Marty Skrull when Ring of Honor came to Villa Park at the Odeon. And uh, I'd, I'd, I'd heard of him. I'd seen footage of him on TV. But it's nothing. Seeing him live, nothing compares to that. And he was amazing. He was in a big, uh, a big multi-man tag team match, and he stole the show. He's a, he's an incredible wrestler. This, you know, it's like a card full of main events to me. I mean, how? It's like every one, any one of these matches could be a main event, oh, and, it, and probably has been in other places. But just on this card. It's hard to find out exactly how the card's going to be, right. the placement of the card. But you're right. Squirrel is about as villainous as any That's how they bill him. Joe, he, Joey Janela will take on Hangman Page, a Chicago street fight. That, that I don't know how to call that one. That is going to be crazy. I, Cody loves Hangman Page. He says he can't say enough good things about a young talent like Hangman Page and how, he's, how the arrow's pointing up for him. So that should be an interesting matchup as well. We talked about the arrow, Steve Amell, against uh, Christopher Daniels. I can't wait to see how this match is laid out because Daniels, to me, in the end, I, I know it's sacrilege for some that are, are Shawn Michaels marks, and that's fine. Shawn Michaels is a, is a great performer, but Christopher Daniels, for his time, Independence, watching him in Independence in Chicago, Steve. Yep. Watching him in TNA, as you mentioned, with Impact Wrestling. The early days. The of early TNA. days of TNA, um, when they were on, they had those weekly pay per views every Wednesday right. and all right. that. I mean, that guy is a tremendous. In, in, actually, in my top ten of performers all time in the in the business, the X Division was something special at that time in TNA. And they, if if they ever competed with the bigger show, it was because of those matches. Uh, Christopher Daniels versus AJ Styles. Uh, that heat was real, and that it was those were epic matches. Let's see, um, Madison Rain, Chelsea Green, <laughs> Chelsea Green is nuts. <laughs> Tessa Blanchard, the uh, daughter of uh, Tully Blanchard, and Britt Baker in a four-way uh, matchup here. Uh, Madison Rain, the wife of Impact Wrestling announcer, that guy, I can't give it, uh, uh, Matthews. Josh Matthews. Josh Matthews, yes. yes. Uh, that so, I did not know. You have privileged information. Yeah, so, you know everything. No, no. You're like the Rain Man. Absolutely not. 
<laughs> absolutely. I don't know anything. I don't even know what I had for breakfast. But I, but I know that. But Chelsea you know Green, you're going to leave it in a steaming pile yes, on my table if I, if I book that match. But I, but uh, again, in a women's revolution that's taking place in the business, I don't know what took so long, but here we are. But these are four terrific wrestlers. Chelsea Green has wrestled in Impact Wrestling before. Tessa Blanchard, of course, second generation wrestler, trained by Manny T.A. kind of, and uh, and Tully Blanchard. So that should be an interesting four-way. Have you ever seen Tessa Blanchard wrestle live? Not live. Not live, no. But you have, right? There is a promotion called Zello Pro in Chicago. And uh, the first event they had, uh, the Swink and I attended it. Mm -hmm. And the match, uh, the main match of the night was Tessa Blanchard versus uh, a a very, very uh, talented young lady called Kylie Ray, who's big in the indies. She's out right now with a broken clavicle, or maybe she'd be up in one of these matches. Tessa Blanchard, you don't call them women wrestlers. You just call them wrestlers after you watch her. She is absolutely vicious. Really? The moves, the timing, the speed. That was what I when, when I saw her wrestle, I, I couldn't believe the speed, how fast she was in that ring. And the impact, it, unbelievable. I mean, that is going to be a great match. I don't think people are expecting what they're going to get here, but she is straight fire. She is electric. Um, so then the Briscoes will take on SoCal Uncensored. Uh, so the Briscoes, of course, been around with ROH for such a long time. Uh, I don't know if they're just not interested in the WWE or the WWE is not interested in them, but the, the Briscoes have been really the faces of ROH and of independent wrestling for such a long time as a tag team. And they have developed an incredible following. I mean, their fan base is massive for never having that push from Connecticut, which is unbelievable. I mean, you know, why? Why did they never go there? You're right to question that. Is it a bias there? Is it they just don't want to do it? I mean, they have pedigree. They have history. But they, apparently they don't need them. As we broadcast live from the Hyatt Regency, Schaumburg, Illinois, along with Steve Arendt, Jonathan Hood with you. And uh, this is our all-in StarCast special here on the first day that they opened up podcast of the, uh, the podcast row. And this portion of our broadcast is brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Come to Buffalo Wild Wings for $5 game day deals, $5 game day pitchers, cocktails, cheeseburgers, and brats. When football is on, you have to be at Buffalo Wild Wings. Price and participation may vary. I am I am running in like a ninja. These Buffalo Wild Wing copy points, because they just gave it to us like 20 minutes ago. I, right? I keep waiting for you to go, you know who we are, you know <laughs> the, where we're from. The lovely lady. The new wa- wing order. The lovely lady walked by and she goes, hey, do you think you got some time before you guys get done today? She was like, well, we're done to four. She's like, well, you can get it in, right? Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, sure. Sure, no Whatever problem. Whatever you need, brother. Yeah, no, it's, well, it's a lady. <laughs> so. <laughs> Brotherette? Actually, you know, Sister. some of the women are called brothers they, sometimes, too. This just, is true. It's just part of the business, I guess. It's just everybody calls everybody brother. So we, we talked about All In, and again, it's going to be on the Fight app. It's questions, by the way, of how this is going to be aired. There was not, there was uh, when I talked to Conrad Thompson about this two months ago. Fight the fight app was not in on this. You realize that you, this could have been like a humongous house show. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> and right. when you think about that, you're like, what? All these people, and it's all. Oh, it's not going to be televised. Uh, the fight app. Uh, you know, it's been around for a few years. People sometimes people sleep on it a little bit. I mean, do you subscribe to the fight app? I have it. I have it as well. But but I'll be honest. There's a few document wrestling documentaries that I've seen on the Fight app, but it's not like it's destination viewing for me. I know it's there. Yeah. Uh, but I there it is right there. Yep, there it, it is. On I my, see it. It's on my iPad. It, it's there. I just I I rarely go to it, Steve, because 
you can only watch so much. I, I mean, and, and I know that's sacrilege on a wrestling special that we're doing here, but, man, between – even though I don't want to watch Raw. But, but SmackDown and NXT. There's a lot. <laughs> You're right. MLW and Impact, if you got Pop TV in your area and, like – any independent show that you might have, it just, it's, a, it's a lot. There's, there's a lot of, of, of wrestling to consume out there. Uh, the Fight app is always going to be near and dear to my heart uh, for very selfish reasons. Right. Uh, when I had a radio show on SportstownChicago.com uh, once upon a time, uh, I, I contacted the Fight app to see if I could get anybody, because it was brand new at that time, and I said, hey, you know, I, I, I'd love to push this, can I, can I get somebody on the show to talk about it? And they say, well, have you ever heard of a guy named Jim Ross? And I was like, uh, yeah. Well, how about you had talk to him? We'll have him call you. Damn and right. I'm, I'm like, I'm like you'll have Jim Ross call me for real? And they're like, sure, sure, yeah, well, he's going to be on the Fight app now. And they said, you can have 15 minutes with him, but that's it. And I'm like, I'll take 15 minutes. I'll take 15 seconds. So one, Jim, one of the best parts about that setup, because I was there with you when we did yep. that. So he calls in. And we had, I think we had him booked because we were 8 to 10 at the time at night. Yep. And I think we had him booked for the top of the 9 o'clock hour, I want to say. So right as we're, in, as we're in a timeout, right as we're doing the top of the hour update, he calls in. So I'm talking to him on the phone a little bit, just, you know, you know thank you for joining us. We'll get you, you know, we're going to be on there in just a minute. Your host is Steve Aaron, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he goes, well, actually, he says, I think his wife were at the, was calling him or something. So he's like, here, here's my house number. Call me back in like three minutes, and I promise you I will drop everything I'm doing to answer the phone. And when I called him, before I put him on there, he, he was saying something in the back. He was like, hey, I'm doing this interview. Leave me alone. And Allah, you got to talk to him. It's, those, Sports Ra- Town. it's those Ryan Fahey stories that I just can't get enough of. <laughs> He even set it up, though. But anyway, he called us, and he was supposed to give us 15 minutes. He gave us an hour and 12. Of course. That I will never forget as long as I live. And he broke on my show that he was going to be doing boxing. Yes. Which, yes. to me, was like, it was like I won the lottery. I felt like Nicolas Cage and it could happen. You, you, you broke the radio clock that I day. I broke something. Uh, it's, well, it's Jim Ross. But I love, the fi- I love the fight app, and I love the fight app because of it. So I sometimes watch old Bruce Lee movies on it. Here's what I discovered about Jim, and I love Jim because Jim is a frequent guest on, the, on any show that I'm doing. And those are the best interviews ever. The reason why I like Jim is because I realized after, a few, after hitting my head against the wall, and Jim's always great, you, you, you pre-tape Jim. You don't put on Jim live. No, I learned that very, very. <laughs> like, I thought we were going to go to midnight. <laughs> and he doesn't mind because all he's got is time and a phone. I had the GA shaking the keys at me. <laughs> so I mean, that's the one thing I realized. Like, if you want to talk to Jim, like Jim, go ahead, man. And then like an hour. Last time I talked to him was an hour plus. I'm like, well, this is going to be a two-part I, I, podcast. I had people yelling at me. I had Rick Camp calling me from somewhere saying, <laughs> you're not taking any breaks. <laughs> Jim Ross. Jim you don't Ross. stop him. There's no break. And here's a guy that's done radio shows. He doesn't care. He, he just loves to talk. Let me just tell you my time at <laughs> in World and in, in WCW, I was in Atlanta, did a radio show. It was, it was a good show. It was, just, you know, it was great. It was just on Sunday nights, we were doing shows and – Tony Schiavone, you know, we, we, we were together. Oh, my God. Uh, we, we lived together at one point, Tony and I. And by God, I mean, I mean, he, he just left hair all over the sink, by God. And <laughs> Tell me you're getting this, Faith. So, Tell me you're getting this. So, I'm using this as my ringtone. <laughs> so, just, 
I, I love his stories. Pete, okay, Pete Ferrer Pete is telling us to follow the clock. Okay. Damn him. So, um, tell us about Global Pro Wrestling because you have a big card coming up on Saturday. Uh, Global Professional Wrestling. Uh, I started off as a commentator, and they offered me the position of general manager, so there I am to make some matches and clean up the product. We are the gold standard. We have got a great card coming up Saturday night, September 1st at Don Preston Rec Center, Midlothian, Illinois. It's the Midlow Dome, that's what I call it, because we blow the roof off of it every month. Our main event is our champion, the gold standard, uh, Bo Tatum. He's, uh, he's, he's physically cut, he's physically menacing, and he's a great champion, he's my guy. And he's taking on a man named Chris Miller, He's called Miller Time, and he was our Battle Royal champion. What you may not know about GPW is every show, we have a Battle Royal at the end, and we have a Battle Royal title. So we have a belt that's the Battle Royal champion. Mm -hmm. So he was our Battle Royal champion. He's a workhorse, and uh, he's been great, and he's getting his title shot. Well, we were involved in a melee with a sister company called Chicago Style Wrestling, and we had a match that was their champ versus our champ and we did not get treated very well at Edison Park. So this champ from CSW named Brubaker is threatening to come and upstage our champion and take our title. So I've got the Midlothian Police Department on notice. I have got security ramped up. If Brubaker shows up at GPW 9, he is going away from GPW 9 in the back of a squad car. I am not playing. Okay. What's, what's the website for the... Uh www.globalprofessionalwrestling.com is the website. Uh, you can see everything about us on that website. You can get ticket information for our show. It's it's going to be a fun night. I got about eight matches. It's it's gold. It's the gold standard for a reason, Jonathan. Yeah, and of course, for those of you that are into modern technology, just globalprofessionalwrestling.com. No need for the three W's. I'm on the radio, the so I get to do the W. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Just, I'm just trying to be thorough. This portion of our broadcast is brought to you by BeOnAir.com. <laughs> Whether you're in Chicago, Miami, Columbus, Cincinnati, or Cleveland, or outside of Denver in Lakewood, Colorado, go to BeOnAir.com. It's BeOnAir.com. And in Chicago, there's a special number for you to call as well for Illinois Media School. It is 630-916-1700. That's 630-916-1700. Okay, I just marked out longtime NWA referee Tommy Young has joined the uh, podcast role, but we're out of time. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Let's go on for another hour. No, I wish we could go on. <laughs> but, but there he is, Tommy Young, who is uh, my favorite referee of all time. That's um, You know what? Here's how we can keep this going. Fahey, get Jim Ross on the phone. <laughs> there are no breaks when Jim Ross is on the phone. Megan! <laughs> That's Megan. the one mistake I never made. I forgot to save the number. Megan Flair. Megan Flair walking around. This is there's it's it's there's superstars as far as the eye can see here. We're friends. This is now. amazing. You are best buds, BFFs. With, with with Megan Flair. Why not? All right. Well, we thank you for listening to our special broadcast here live from the Hyatt Regency in Schaumburg, part of All In as well as um, Starcast. Our thanks to Imran Ali for allowing this to happen. First the Imran Media School. IMS Imran. stands for the Imran Media School. Imran, I just said that. Imran, thank you so much for allowing us to do this broadcast. Our thanks to Illinois Media School here in Chicago uh, slash Lombard. Our thanks to Ryan Fahey here on site with us 
Also, Derek, a great job for getting us some great guests. Animal was with us, Dave Lagana was with us as well. So great to be able to talk to them. Unbelievable. Uh, Jonathan Hood, I, I have to say thank you for letting me come and do this show with you. It fulfills dreams in my life. You helped GPW immensely. You are a good brother. Thank you, thank you very much. Brother! Well, I, I guess uh, I had no other choice in the matter to, but other than to be a good brother. Uh, where else? Where else was I gonna go? That's right. Let me, let me look at me. So, so for <laughs> for Steve Aarons, the GM, I'm Jonathan Hood. Thanks so much for being part of our special. And don't forget, Saturday, September 1st, five o'clock Central Time on WGN America, the pre-show, and then on the Fight app, F I T E, the Fight app. <laughs> he did it again. It is the all-in pay-per-view Saturday, September 1st, six o'clock Central Time. For Steve, I'm Jonathan. Thanks so much for joining us right here on our all-in StarCast special live from Chicago, right here on SportstownChicago.com, ESPNChicago.com, and the Under the Hood podcast.